All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew for America. And people, this is a really long show today. This is uh, episode 58 of Talk at the Tavern uh, with Ghost from the My Third Eye podcast. Uh, I was lucky enough to get to uh, go on the show a little while back, and uh, I was on with uh, Catalyst Jones from the White Rabbit podcast, uh, Ryan Dean from Dangerous World podcast, uh, Drew Misson from the Missing the Point podcast, um, Ron Weed from the Imaginarium of Thought podcast, and uh, Oakland A's uh, relief pitcher Kirby Sneed also jumped on this show towards the end of it. So uh, nice little panel, great conversation, went all over the place. We talked about every possible topic you can think of. Um, I'm going to kind of chop up this episode because it's long. It's like three hours plus um, with commercials um, at the end of the, or I'm sorry, at the beginning of the second segment is when uh, Ryan Dean jumps into the conversation and Ron Weed jumps in shortly thereafter. And then uh, I'm going to play another commercial. And then on the third segment of the show, um, Kirby Sneed jumps on and joins the conversation. So no punk rock today. Um, Again, it's a long conversation. Great show. If you haven't already heard this uh, on the My Third Eye podcast feed, then uh, have no fear, my fellow Americans. You're going to hear it here on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Uh, do me a favor, head over to Spotify, to Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and give me a five-star rating. It really does help in those algorithms. Uh, I've got a couple negative reviews lately I've been telling you guys about, or I told you you guys about last episode, and that's fine. I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I am fully aware of that, and that's fine. But uh, I would like some help in getting that rating back up to five stars, if at all possible. Please help me out with that, my beloved fans and listeners of the show. Going to hit a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to get right into Talk at the Tavern, episode 58. I'll be right back. All right, people, welcome back. Uh, let's get the show started. We're going to pick this uh, conversation up about 15 minutes into uh, episode 58 of Talk at the Tavern over on the My Third Eye podcast feed. Uh, the boys were talking about uh, FISA documents, and I forget, but uh, we're going to pick it up about 15 minutes in when I finally jumped on and figured out that I wasn't clicking video. And uh, the guys are kind of laughing at me like, oh, for the fifth time, you're finally in the in the queue. And uh, I finally figured out uh, how to operate my own technology. So anyway, <laughs> 15 minutes in to talk at the tavern. Here we go. So there was this girl. Files uh, documents, files documents, files documents. There was a girl who used to be kind of big in the movement, and she was known as the meme queen for a long time, and she would make very informative videos and she would um 
she would go in public places or even in traffic and stuff and turn her airdrop on and see if if anybody would pick up and she would just send them videos and memes that she made and red pill the shit out of whoever was around. <laughs> Dude, that's genius. <laughs> oh, Andrew's finally on Andrew. And I'm you very guys hear surprised me? by the type of sunglasses you're wearing. The American <laughs> flag. Who'd have thunk it? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Bro. Yeah. Jesus. I'm a, I'm a mess. Sorry. Should I go grab sunglasses too? Should we have a whole blues brother party? <laughs> <laughs> You can. Oh, it's it's not it's not just that. Um, you got it the wrong way. It should be upside down at this point. Yeah, you're right. But here that's we actually go. my old. That's actually my old logo. Is the upside down distress flag. So yeah, I I sent out my uh, electric bill. Uh, was it? I put it in the mailbox Monday uh, to go out Tuesday, <laughs> and the the stamps are American flags. Yeah, it went on upside down. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Well, you know that flag is actually the wartime flag and our our peacetime flag that we've never flown in my lifetime. It looks very different. Yeah, same with the Australian one. Ours is actually red. It's not blue. Yeah, yeah I believe ours is uh, blue and white with like no red in it at all, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. I'd have to is look it, that up. Yeah, look up peacetime American flag. So when you actually fly the American flag that is the known symbol as the American flag, which is our wartime flag, if you fly that in front of your house, basically what you're doing is you're saying that troops are welcome to take shelter and food from your home. Hmm. I've heard this somewhere before. Has there been a consecutive peacetime in America in your history? Like every time I look, you guys are at war. Yeah, We've been at war since the conception of our country, man. I don't think we've never not been at war. Hey, you guys got a raging heart on for war. Fuck yeah. Oh, stop it's not it. us, man. It's, it's the, <laughs> Eat a moon pie. Stop <laughs> killing people. <laughs> Eat a moon pie. <laughs> Eat a Vegemite sandwich, you motherfuckers. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Throw some shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's in our blood, I guess. I don't know. But it, like, like Catalyst said, it, it's not the American people. It's the fucking government officials and high brass. Right. They're the if pieces the- of shit. The only American people that are actually gung-ho for war are those that have been uh, brainwashed or manipulated. Uh, their emotions have been manipulated into thinking that it is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So like you're telling me that the... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you're telling me the invasion of Iraq was taken by, undertaken by the American military and not the mounted rascal brigade from Walmart? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, though, if they could send Antifa out there, I'm sure they would. No, no, they don't want any of them to die. You have that all wrong. That is true, huh? They, we got to protect Antifa and uh, and send everybody else's children. Yep. If they did send Antifa, they'd have one paramedic to every Antifa member, though, just to be safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One-to-one ratio. Right. Oh, my God, oh, I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. It's a fucking paper cut, dick. We haven't even got out of the fucking truck. It's, you're a woman, you're having a period. Did you yeah. assume my gender? <laughs> I just want to know why we don't have super soldiers that have the Iron Man fucking suit yet. Yeah. They probably do. They just haven't told us about it yet. Dude, I mean, I don't see why it's not outside of our capabilities. Of They the- were testing st- stuff like that, like that exoskeleton back in the late 90s, early 2000s. On... Yeah, that sh- that shit exists already. Yeah, they're flying around three TR one Bs, those big black triangles. They're... They got they got other shit. Yeah, well, on um, 
on Kill the Mockingbirds the other day, they had on a guy that went through super soldier uh, testing. Mm. And he was like, I don't know what the uh, military was injecting me with the entire time. I was 19 years old. I signed up for a special division. And they did all kinds of tests on me and injected me with a bunch of shit. And I'm in the gym working out with everybody else and I'm pushing max weight and it's nothing to me. And he's like, and then after, after he ended up leaving the service, they called him a while later. Was this on kill the mockingbirds or did Ryan interview, uh, interview this guy? I, uh, Brian hasn't interviewed anybody in a long oh, time. Okay. It was, it was, it was kill the mockingbirds. Then it was uh, Joel Thomas and Sean Chris. Um, and he said that after he had left uh, the military for some time, it had been like a year, maybe two years or something like that, they had called him back and paid for him to go wherever it was and do some test, more testing on him uh, at this facility to see what was going on. And uh, they did like a pain tolerance test on him and the machine maxed out. And they were like baffled. They were like, this doesn't hurt. He's like, I feel pressure, but no, it doesn't hurt. Holy fuck. Jesus. Glad I never was a guinea pig. Was it John Claude well, Van Damme, and was it Universal Soldier? Yeah. Uh, no, it was not Universal <laughs> Soldier. But I do think that he said that something about his testosterone levels were off the Richter. So, I, well, that's what they need to give to every guy at the moment. They're like a one eighth of what they should be. Yeah. No, they yeah. they give those to girls, and then they go shoot up schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. hey, I think that the the testosterone that they're giving people isn't naturally um, occurring testosterone within people. You know, all the stuff that we're putting inside of our bodies and breathing and whatnot is uh, suppressing that shit, especially, especially soy and shit. But the testosterone that people are taking is synthetic and it's a derivative of soy. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it might be doing one thing, but at the, uh, the under end of the spectrum, it, it's actually uh, it's giving almost roid rage um like symptoms mm-hmm. absolutely on a different note catalyst i uh i i did some detective work during the week maybe last week or something like that and put two and two together that i was actually talking to your girlfriend on instagram because she started following me Oh yeah, yeah. She told me she was like, she was like, "Hey, this ghost guy. Uh, he he asked if uh, if I'd be willing to be his booker. I think he thinks that that's just what I do." Yeah, like, no, like I what I, I guess I framed it wrong. I was like, "If you have any extra guests, th- throw them my way because I I need some right now." And we started talking, and then I'm like, "Wait a minute!" I even said that. Wait a minute. Are you are you Catalyst's girlfriend? Yeah. I'm like, I knew it. I knew it, <laughs> and I don't know how I pieced it together just by that short conversation that you and I had had had, and I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" So, yeah, she used to book for bands like uh, Less Than Jake, uh, oh, no shit. like big bands that were out in the '90s, and then in the 2000s after we graduate, we graduated in '99, and then she started booking for bands. She became a photographer for bands. Cool. And, and so when I was like, "Man, dude, booking people is like the worst part." about doing a podcast yeah. and she was like i can do that for you i'm like word I'm like, <laughs> fuck yes please <laughs> yeah i have to book every week for the tavern and then every every time i you know to to keep the the guest flow going for my regular show so it gets kind of strenuous sometimes and i don't want to time consuming and it, it sucks is. when people don't respond to you or they're like yeah for sure i'll come on and then you're like okay cool uh i'm available these dates and then they don't ever get back to you and you're like what the fuck dude yeah 
I, um, well, even better, the day of, oh, I can't do it today. Yeah, yeah. That's so much, that's <laughs> yeah. so much cooler. Yeah, thanks, man. You're like, fuck my weekend. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually guilty of that one yesterday. I was supposed to do a show with Deplorable Janet, and right as I get all my stuff, get together, and I'm ready to walk out the door at work, they were like, hey, uh, we, we kind of need you to stay till five because somebody's coming to pick up something and nobody else is going to be here. I'm like, oh, yeah, so fuck me. <laughs> oh, we're gonna need you to come in on saturday yeah we gotta yeah, do something yeah, yeah Actually, I, am, I am going in on saturday tomorrow so. oh that sucks <laughs> well sucks. It's, it, it's optional but you know what like i live in california again so i'll take all the money and hours i can get yeah because for every dollar you make you get you give probably close what to almost 80 cents back to your state well, I don't get any taxes taken out of my checks, but right. you know, every time yeah. I purchase something, yeah, I'm yes. getting taxed out of my ass. Yes. Um, and then, man, I just, uh, last night I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like going out, going anywhere and door dashed a simple burrito. It was like a $15 burrito. After all, it was said and done at, after they delivered the door dash, it, it was a $30 fucking burrito. And I was like, oh yeah, never again. <laughs> Just, just so you could eat, have like, amazing gas, and take a, a, a horri- horror, when I say horrific, I mean like hero dose, horrific shit. Yeah, and it was a wet burrito, too. So, you know, today, this morning was fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> you took what Terrence McKenna calls a heroic dose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would love Five dried grams. I would love to go into one of those heroic doses with people that I'm super comfortable with. I think Brandon Thomas would be the coolest person to do psychedelics with. Yeah, he's like super chill and cool. Like, just so laid back. Yeah, and he's always happy, too. Yeah. So it's like, you start to freak out, he's going to be like, no, this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing right now. You are here with me, and everything is perfect. And I'll be like, you're right. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Sure, guide. It's nice. Yep. Or Whitney Fox. I'm not really familiar with her. You'd love to have a good conversation with her. Uh, okay, I'll have to write that down. I'm not even familiar with her. Trickster not- Fox 7 on Instagram. I'm out of the loop. She lives... Uh, are you... Because I can never fucking remember Californian geography. Are you... Nor- you're not north. You're like central? You're north. I'm, I'm north, yeah. Okay, She she's down near... I want to say near L.A. Okay, that's Southern California. Yeah, but she's an artist in in, but she's also a medium. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah! I've had her on my show a couple times. She's been at the tavern too as well. Nice. Yeah, she's super super chill, and she's she's got some cool cool experiences to talk about. Excuse me. Yeah, I'd love to have her on. But yeah, dude, Northern California and Southern California. Two separate states, man. Yeah. There should not; it should not be the same state at all. How far and, are you from and, Joe and Jen? Um, about two hours. Oh, that ain't bad. Yeah, I don't want to say where they're at, but yeah, about no, two they, hours. Yeah, they they already have on the show, but yeah, I understand. You I got, thought you, it was all just northwestern Mexico. I thought that was the one. <laughs> no, that's Southern California, man. There is no, you know, we're not touching the border here in northern california now he's referring back to the original mexican territory went up oh (laughs) oh yeah well you're right and indigenous before that so who knows and you want to piss a texan off just call texas north mexico 
Texaco. <laughs> they fucking hate it. He'd look at me like, oh, we should just give your fucking state back to Mexico. <laughs> oh, them's fighting words. <laughs> Drew, Speaking did you of- know that? Did you know that in the United States there used to be a gas company called Texaco? Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just realized we have Andrew and Drew. The Andes. The Andes. Oh, navigate. the Andes. Yes. <laughs> the Andes. And I forget what you you said. You're central, but where at? I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah, Central Time. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm thinking about stop. relocating here in the future within like the next year or so. I just don't know where I want to relocate to. I was thinking Tennessee and. Maybe Kentucky, I don't know. Maybe Arizona. Minnesota's too north, man. The winters are too cold. <laughs> I yeah. don't recommend it. <laughs> no. I want to because I'm in Pennsylvania. I want to go south. south, but still in an area where you can have a decent garden and get some seasons. You know what I mean? And go like, to Georgia where we were just with uh, <sighs> Nick and V. Lynn the other night yeah. talking about, uh, he was talking about that land he's got where it's not incorporated or wherever down in Georgia. Yeah. Thought. I mean, yeah, my my daughter wants to go down to, I think, North Carolina. I hear Asheville, North Carolina is a pretty cool town area. Okay. But she's, she's kind of worried because she she's going to school to be a teacher, just like Drew here. And uh, but but the the cost of living and the pay rate is different. But I said, if you look at what they pay and the cost of living, it's no different than being in New York and getting paid really high rate. And everything's super expensive. I said it's going to equal out. And plus, what? you're going to like it better. Ghost, I've got some advice for your daughter then. I know American teachers get paid dismally. Mm-hmm. If she's willing to spend 12 months in Australia, she could earn $3,200 after tax per week in Australia at the moment because there's a shortage of teachers. Well, uh-huh. so if she like- wanted a working holiday, come to Australia and teach. Dude, I bet you she'd jump what all over that. What is the curriculum though? Is it is she going to have to learn an entire new curriculum? No, nah, that's it's you. She'd plan it based off what's on the system. She wouldn't have to actually relearn it. She'd just teach whatever's available. If Could she works as a, a CRT, which is a like a replacement teacher, which we've got shortages in teaching, she'll get called to go to a school one day, teach a class. The planning will be done for her. She'll deliver it, and then she'll just go home, and she'll earn like a grand a day. Wow, that's <laughs> incredible. The only Meanwhile, the would be people tyrannical who teach... lockdowns. <laughs> yeah, true. Meanwhile, the people who teach full time don't earn anywhere near that amount. This guy. Well, and, you know and you she has the do, potential bro. to come back with a kick-ass accent. Bro, our <laughs> borders, our borders are wide open right now. Why don't you just come to America, claim yeah, a border, and then <laughs> and then go back to Australia as as one of these people uh, make thousand dollars a week? Yeah, right. <laughs> That that'd be the way to go. So you guys, you guys still teach all the same Rockefeller bullshit out there that we teach here, right? Yeah, it's all the Prussian model here, but with so, new wokeisms. Yeah, now so, thirty six different genders. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Because I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you're not the only person with a clear minded uh, head on his shoulders that's a teacher at that school. So how do you navigate through all the wokeism? I deliberately put myself into a position where I would teach art and our art curriculum is so gray and so broad. I can teach the curriculum to their standards, but it doesn't have to include any of that woke bullshit. Awesome. So I got myself actively out of classroom so I don't have to touch it. And then I'm the guy that says stuff at staff meetings and 
annoys people because I've got my own independent thought. Oops. Imagine that. Oops. You're allowed to have independent thought? Sometimes. I'll get a knock on the door every now and again, but... Now, let me ask you this, Drew. Do you guys offer... um, Do you guys offer critical thinking as a class? Uh, We've got... We had in in our curriculum critical and creative thinking... (laughs) <laughs> but it's really interesting. Once it gets into high school, it has a whole part of it about misinformation and disinformation and how oh, only government sourced uh, and correct places are where you can get your true information from. Oh, okay. Correct. So fact checkers are really important. Well, that's not critical thinking at all. No, not at all. No, not at all. That's, that's almost the same as trust the science. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's trust the government. Did Joe send you a selfie? No, no, no. This is what I was trying to get to before. Well, speaking about Joe, I just interviewed a a guy who recently moved to Australia in the past couple of years. His name is Brian. He's an Irish <laughs> farmer dude. in Australia now, and he is the doppelganger of Joe. My God! I like up, I was like, I set up the interview. I set up the interview with him, and I thought Joe had made a fake account and been talking to me and <laughs> taking me for a ride. Oh I'm boy! Like, Holy shit! <laughs> Because I, I open it up, and I'm like, well, Shut it could up, be, but maybe it's not, but maybe it is. I'm like, God, I mean, that he he could be Joe's fuck. He, he's his doppelganger, twin, to a T. He's a, jo- he's a oh. doppelganger. Okay. <laughs> when you just held up the picture, I was like, wait a minute, doppelganger? And I was like, no, that's Joe. <laughs> Back it up a little bit. It's not. It. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay, now I can tell it's not him, but that's him. Yeah. <laughs> his his nose is just a little bit wider, and he has a little bit more facial hair. Well, like, Jen, if anything ever happens to Joe, we got a replacement for you. So. And he probably has a cool accent. <laughs> yeah, I almost had to put a disclaimer on that episode because it's an Irishman and an Aussie. I don't think any Americans are going to understand it. Ooh, <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> I actually want to listen to that really bad. Actually, yeah, me too. <laughs> that, that's how it was the very first time I ever listened to those conspiracy guys. It took me a minute to like dial in, and then once I did, I'm like, oh, okay, now now I get what you're talking about. But man, sometimes they it, they lay it on thick. Yes, uh, I'm supposed to be having Gordo on the show actually pretty soon. I I love those guys. Hell yeah. Um, Andrew, uh, I'm going to say Drew and Andrew, so there's no community uh, like. All right, cool. I see you got a guitar case behind you, brother. You play? Yeah, I do play. Yeah, awesome. I've been playing in punk rock bands for years and years. Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. What kind of punk? Like uh, AFI type punk or like Misfits type punk? Or um, or like? Uh, I mean, like, I like I like everything. I'm more I'm more of a or like, like Blink Records skate punk kind of uh, '90s like strung out Lagwagon. Um, Love- all yeah. those bands face to face. AFI is great. Early AFI is great. Early AFI, yeah. Yeah. I love um, all the, all those fat record bands. Actually yeah, one and Epitaph and like, you know, Bad Religion. And yeah, dude, that's my era too. All of them. Yeah. Jug I've had Jughead's uh Jughead's Revenge. Uh, I played them on the show recently. Um uh much the same. They're awesome. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're a great punk band. Are they a newer band? They're newer. Yeah. Okay. They're newer than all those bands. Like from the nineties era. I really quit listening to him because up until man, it was like two months ago. I had to stop following fat Mike. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't see the shit he posts anymore, man. He is just such a woke pushing. I can't. 
Yeah, he, there's uh, there's this clip that I used to intro the show with where uh, this guy's like, you know, I can't unsee Rage Against the Machine railing against capitalism for years and then going and charging $500 for two tickets to their shows. And then he goes, I can't unthink about uh, Fat Mike uh, telling me not to sell out. And then as soon as they got some money, they started telling me who to vote for. I was like, this guy's got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or he said, he said, he said punk rock. He said, punk rock made me, but I don't claim it anymore. I was like, damn. I was like, clip, intro, that's going on my show. I like that. I like that a lot. What's the name of your show, brother? I want to check it out. Yeah, the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. So Fuck yeah. That's kind of what I talk about. So I'll start the show with like some topic about similar stuff, you know, philosophy, history, um, conspiracies, government, what you know, whatever, media, current events, all that stuff. And then I'll kind of segue in the third segment. And I'll do like a feature of a punk rock band. I'll play a couple of songs. I'll read their bio. Might read some lyrics, depending that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. I love the idea for your show. I, I'm I'm probably going to become a, a new listener. Thanks. Yeah, I just uh, I just did Patriot Party podcast a couple nights ago with Ghost, and uh, I aired it. Um, I clipped it and you know made it one of my episodes of my show. And in the first day, I had double the views on pretty much any of my other episodes. So. That was a nice little bump from all you guys, so I appreciate that. That's cool. <laughs> Everybody's here to help. Yeah, I like it. Just like uh, I got a text message from um, Hank, who was on here from 6-4. Hold on. Is it 6-4-3? I'm, oh, I'm going to fucking butcher it. Anyway, his podcast, his co-host had tragically passed away. We had him on the tavern, tried to promote his, his wife's GoFundMe and what have you. But... uh people have been reaching out from who he met on the tavern, helping him get better audio, get a laptop up and running, how to use zoom, how to use audacity and everything. And he was like, dude, thank you so much for everybody in your circle that you put me in contact with. And I was just like, dude, that's what we're here for, man. Yeah. Supportive community. That's awesome. It's six, four, three conspiracy podcast is the name of the show. That's right. Six, four, three. I was, uh, I was Gonna send him an iPad, but he said that he's gonna try to make his laptop work. So okay. I let him know if he's not able to use it for anything that he needs to, then the offer is always on the table. So. That's awesome. And I know he's much, much humbled and appreciated by it. Like he just a all around cool kid. Yeah. You should try and use the iPad as a notepad. Just that's what I use mine for. I use it as for notes for the show. It's perfect. It's yeah, well, the- airdrop things to your laptop. Ah, see, he airdrops shit too. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but I, I, when I first started out, I was just using my iPad because the uh, computer, the desktop computer that I had, it was a Mac too, but it was an older one. It was an iMac and the camera on it sucked and my iPad camera was better and I was able to plug my roadcaster into my iPad. So nice. I, I did that until I finally got my new uh, laptop. So is your camera setting different? Because I don't see the roadcaster now. Oh, I just... Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, you just have it angled a little bit different. Because I, I, I was like, how do you get your fucking roadcaster to stand up like that? I like that. Oh, it's a guitar stand. Yeah, I know. You told me. I don't oh, have nice. a guitar stand because I don't play guitar. I'm not that talented. <laughs> Come on, everyone plays guitar. Everyone picks up a guitar and learns smoke on the water. Everybody. Every single person. <laughs> or, or Stairway to Heaven. Yes. Actually, Nirvana, uh, Come As You Are, was the very first song that I learned. And then it was Metallica shit. And actually, no effects riffs were pretty easy to learn as well. Basket Case by Green Day was mine. 
Oh, Basket Case. That's a the first song I ever learned how to play on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I, what do you think about what happened with them? Uh, because when they first came out, I was like, man, this is the first like mainstream punk band that is yeah. actually really fucking cool. Um, yeah, they were always they're they're another one of those bands that I'm like, people are like, do you like Green Day? I'm like, early Green Day, <laughs> early AFI, like because you know something always changes. You know, you can't be angsty and and you know stick to it forever. I guess we, you know, like punk rock bowling was just going on in Vegas, and I saw all these old school punk rock OG guys like, yeah, punk rock's not dead. It's just a little slower now. I'm a little tired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> arthritis is kicking in. <laughs> can't stand for as long. I'm not gonna mosh. You know, all that kind of shit. But uh, I, I like Green Day. I like all their stuff. Basically, their newer stuff is is good, but it's kind of mad compared to their earlier stuff. As far as I'm concerned. Their live show is great. Um, Billy Joe gets a little preachy sometimes on stage, but I think they're good. I think they're a great band. So I don't think I've ever seen them live. I think the last song that they made that I actually liked was 21 Gun Salute. It's, and mm-hmm. that's not that old of a song, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, not too much. I it's, never it's got into the punk rock album. scene too much. Nirvana and a little bit of Green Day when they came out in the 90s, that... That that's probably about all I dabbled in, and then well, that whole co- the whole college rock during the late nineties. I I called it the uh, the old navy. Uh, I don't think Hollister <laughs> was around then. You know, you'd walk into every old navy, and there was it, it was supposed to be like punk, but it was college music, and it was kind of emo, and it was just like, what the fuck is this shit? I fucking hate it. <laughs> alternative, yeah, very alternative. Yeah. So- yeah, mine's the post grunge scene, which was uh, unfortunately Nickelback and a lot oh. of other shit like that. Oh. Okay, we <laughs> That's forgive what I grew you. Up around. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we forgive you. you. You're Australian. You don't know better. <laughs> Not my fault. All their songs sound exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, they're very formulaic. That band. You know, another band, and I get a lot of heat for this because I'm from Pennsylvania. Breaking Ben. Same fuck. Chorus hits exactly the same part. It's yeah. always the fucking same, and everybody's like, "How can you fucking hate Breaking Ben?" Because they fucking suck, bro. They fucking <laughs> suck. I'm sorry. They only have two items on the menu, man. Yeah, that's that's what. <laughs> Diary it, yeah. of Jane. I kind of feel that way about Stained. Remember Stained? Some of those oh, bands, man, early man. Stained. Yes, I oh, like his solo shit formula. now that yeah. he does, oh, and when he goes on 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 stage and does like acoustic and shit. Not, not just his country. I'm not a big country fan, but, um, but when he sings some of his old songs, just acoustic and really gets into it, I'm just oh, like, Oh yeah, he's great. That's the sure. Aaron Lewis. I like, I just, I just thought their rocked out songs were very similar sounding and very whiny. Yeah. But that was the sound back then. Though, yeah. You know? true. Like, remember even they made fun of it in that movie, Ted, do you remember that movie, Ted? Uh, uh-uh. yeah. Oh yeah. Everything was vows. Yeah. Hey, how you <laughs> with arms wide open? Oh. <laughs> I seen someone make fun of that on on TikTok the other day. What are you trying to say? Arms wide open? He's like, yeah, with arms wide open. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Oh my god, that reminded me. A coworker showed me a TikToker who. Does like a spinning wheel and he does one style of music to a, a certain artist and it mixes it up. And he had the song was um, Old MacDonald Had a Farm and it was Bob Dylan. And he starts off with Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob, Bob Dylan's voice is 
annoying. So funny. <laughs> I don't. When I hear somebody legitimately say, "Oh, Bob Dylan is like my favorite," I'm like, "Dude, you need a fucking hearing aid, bro." Yeah, maybe the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the lyrics. Yeah, I maybe like he had great lyrics. But didn't but, he? Yeah, didn't he sell his soul at the crossroads? Wasn't that Bob Dylan? I mean, anybody who listen to on the radio, yeah. yeah, in some way, shape, or form. But I thought so, he was like outspoken about it. Like he he admitted it. I think you're. Oh yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah he says yeah. Well, because there's that interview, and I've actually used it uh, in my original intro. And he says, uh, "Why do you still do it? Why are you still here?" And he says, "Well, I made a bargain with it a long time ago, and I'm mm-hmm. holding up my end." Yeah, and he's, that's that's who, common he, too. He's not the only one that said something similar to that effect over the years too. Right. And he was like, "Who did you make a bargain with? Should I ask?" And the he says, devil. He's like. Well, you know, the chief, the chief and commander. And he uh-huh. says, of this realm? And he says, this realm and many others. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think oh. I've seen that, yep. So yeah, it- that's a scary thing, you know. And then uh, it, Nicki Minaj uh, openly sold her soul and then came, well, I don't know if she really came back and is, is trying to win her soul back, but... Um, With luck. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a lot of people that, that really regret it. I don't know what the hell happened to Kanye West, but what whatever happened to Kanye West? I mean, he just he got affiliated with the Kardashians. Look at the track record. Can't get well, affiliated I know, but, with them. You end up nuts. But, well, I don't, I really the Beverly don't. Hills coven. I, yeah. I think he wanted the fortune and fame. I think that he allowed his mom to get sacrificed to achieve this earthly things that he really wanted because I was in the same position when I was younger and I would have done the exact same thing. I would have sold my soul and I'd be a piece of shit right now. But I'm also like, if I would have seen all the shit happening in the world today and be in the coven of the witch's coven with the fucking Kardashians, like I'd be like, Oh, maybe I should change my ways. And I, honestly thought that maybe there was a chance that that was happening happening to him because last year he was going crazy you know he was not going crazy but he was speaking out and he was like yo i got mk ultra handlers i got you know like there's they're controlling me like they keep trying to drug me and shit and then all of a sudden he's going off on even though he's saying the jews uh i don't know why he didn't say like the real name but you mean the kazarians Exactly. And so I don't know, maybe he knew something but didn't quite know, or maybe he's just fuck, man. But then he's just gone. Now he's gone. We're not hearing about him anymore. Like, yeah. Where right. the fuck is he? Did they drug his ass and fucking get no. okay, yeah. again? Yeah. Ryan and it's I talked about at- that back on Cunt when that was going down. Like, why Why didn't he just say Kazarians? Why did he say Jews? You know what I mean? Like, even if he would have said Kazarians, it, people would have stopped and went, who the what fuck is are that? the Kazarians? And right. looked into it, but he didn't. No, he didn't. And then he walked out. Well, I, I agree with him walking out on Tim Pool's show because Tim Pool wouldn't. He 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 was just there to railroad anything that Kanye said because yeah. I was watching that live. And when I'm not Kanye a Tim Pool fan. And when Kanye got up, I was like, "Good for you, brother. Get the fuck out. Why even try to <laughs> have a conversation with somebody that's not willing to listen to your side of the story? You know, like that's not how we have discerning conversations." I hate to say this, but Tim Pool gives me midget vibes, and I want to fucking knock his little <laughs> scully hat off his fucking head. Tim Pool is a Waisley little cunt. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with you and Mid- the, oh, did you have the like up his head. childhood traumatic experience with a midget or something i don't recall hey, little boy he is a lollipop <laughs> yeah I, I don't recall i just 
I don't know. I don't like the little fuckers. I haven't talked about midgets so much ever than I have this week. What is it with midgets this week? They, they just, they fucking <laughs> suck. because you've been talking to ghosts this week, man. <laughs> ghosts, have I changed your feed on Instagram yet? Are you starting to get midget stuff all the time? Not all the time, but I'm getting it a little <laughs> bit <it>. more. <laughs> We have to send more to you then to I, try and I, your one came up. It was a it was a midget riding like a, a little electric scooter on this little dirt. He falls over. <laughs> he just boom. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, you got to go to Thailand and throw midgets on the wall. I would love to. I would love to. Do they allow you to do that? Do they wear yeah. like a velcro suit or something? Yeah. We were talking about it on Patriot Party podcast. On, uh, <laughs> we were talking about being uh, military guys that when we're over in like Thailand and stuff, and they have all the shows over there. And one of them, I guess, was midget throwing. And and uh, Mick spent. He told the story about how he got drunk and spent the entire night throwing midgets at this wall. <laughs> I would. I would. They're, totally they're asking do if that. he was going to leave. Are you going to leave? Are you going to get tired? He's like, no. no, this is this is the greatest fun I've had in my entire yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Thanks from shooting people's dicks off, but you know that's another story. What was the right. other story? They were at like a social hall, and his buddy when uh, there was a whole bunch of midgets there. Or it was a midget convention, and he told all these midgets to go up and thank Mick for his service, and he ended up getting thrown out because he got pissed off and started throwing midgets around or some shit like that. <laughs> he said like, he wanted okay. to. I think he said he wanted okay. to throw this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck. I don't know if he actually did, but yeah. So does he? He has the same feelings towards midgets as you do, then? Huh? Yes, and he's practically a fucking midget. Maybe it's a fucking. <laughs> maybe it's a military thing, bro. Maybe it they, could be. Oh man, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I feel like he's done some shit though. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, you know. The the only true like real fear that I can really pin down is like like ET. Like had everything was all pumped to go to the fucking movies. Mom, dad takes me into the movies. Opening scene, the little fuckers running through the bush going, Aah! nope, <laughs> I, uh, uh, little ghost ain't having no part of this. My eyes are shut, bitches. That's funny. You remember, I can still hear the sound that it made when it ran through the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, what is that? Get it away. <laughs> That's pretty good. That like- I'm paying a midget to wear prosthetics and chase you, ghost. It's going to be so good. You'd be oh, surprised man. at the random. I'm going to help you do this, Drew. I'm going to help you do this. It'll be, it'll be the greatest <laughs> clip we ever make. Ding dong. Who's at the door? <laughs> That's, why Hello? are the Skittles on oh. the ground? Oh, God, no. Oh, you know what would be great? Home? Is this Christmas, we can hire uh, midget carolers to just come and sit in front of Ghost's house. <laughs> Five golden rings. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be funny. I would take pictures of that. You need to take pictures. Like you got the you got the video going. All right, let's go see these carolers. Oh fuck, ghost! Just imagine this now: your daughter goes to Australia for a twelve month working holiday, and she comes home with an Australian man she's met who happens to be a midget. I, she she I think she would know better because she she knows I don't like midgets. She's already she's already calmed me down in the grocery store once. <laughs> If she showed up with a midget, she's rebelling. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were sitting there and we were we were waiting for my wife to get done with something. We were just sitting on the bench and this midget family comes to, to the fucking register right in front of us and I'm I'm sitting there. All of a sudden my, my leg starts bouncing and I'm looking and all of a sudden I feel this this hand touch my, my bicep and I'm like I kinda jump and she's like, Dad, calm down. Just look at the ground. Calm down. 
or do we do we need to go outside? I'm like, yeah, well, maybe maybe we should go outside. Let's let's go to the car. We'll wait out there. <laughs> I was just, Meanwhile, in Ghost's head, the ET flashbacks. <laughs> I used to make fun of my ex-wife because she was four foot nine. And I'm like, isn't that legally considered a midget? And she's like, I'm four foot nine and a half, you fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I thought four nine was dwarf. I don't know. She's proportioned correctly, though. It's not like not like she has a normal torso with tiny limbs. Right. Yeah. That no one's no one's more cocky than a dwarf amongst midgets. Can you yeah. reach that thing on the shelf? Yes, I can. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. I think it's the whole misproportion side of it. It just freaks you out. It's like that's not supposed to be normal. Like your little club arms and like your big f- fucking head and your small little torso and your little some fucking have, baby some legs. Some have dwarf heads though, and others have normal heads. Yeah, it's like they're a person that's shrunk, and that's they're the ones that freak me out. Is it, they look is like it a is it a phobia? Is it a fear? Or is it just a strong dislike? Very I think strong sexual attraction that's manifesting. Oh, in me. oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like no, because like, I don't understand that. Because to me, that would be uh, seeing a body that small. I think child. Too, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, that's like no. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is, is can we get gross? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This is the tavern. Because people were like, how do these midget girls have sex with these big-ass black guys and, you know, the endowment that they're known to have? And, the like, phallus. how does it not destroy them? And it's because their torso is actually an average – it's a normal person torso. It's just their limbs are smaller. It's so- literally putting a hot dog in a bun. Yeah. It fills the whole bun up. Yeah. It's just their torso. <laughs> <laughs> better than throwing it down a hallway i don't know man there is no way i could ever hook up with a midget and mm-hmm. it is because of the austin powers thing the hands there because yeah. i already have a fetish with female hands like if a female doesn't have feminine hands like you're not touching me like get that shit away from me yeah like and and so midget hands that's like and they smell like cabbage well, maybe that's a life hack for oh, the guys out there who aren't well endowed. <laughs> what did you say, Drew? Maybe it's a life hack for the guys out there who aren't well endowed. They can use a midget and make themselves feel big. <laughs> oh, kind of like when Deadpool got his hand ch- chopped off in the first movie. And he's like, I can't yeah. wait. This is going to look so big in my hand tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is that you, Ghost of I'm touching myself from? tonight. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Van Wilder, or was it Van Wilder, where he's like, my masturbating shoes or something? Oh, no, that, that that's Deadpool. My big rubber masturbating shoes? Oh, yeah, shoes? Deadpool, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then you gotta... Uh, where is it? Let's rape possums! <laughs> I think that's your favorite one now. <laughs> that, that is. That, that one, and this is always... Gonna be one of my 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 favorites. You a piss pig? You got a little piss finish finish there. <laughs> I got this one at Doctor Phil that it, I like it a lot, but it's really long, so I don't press it very often. But go kill yourself. Nobody Uh-oh. likes you. Everybody hates you. You would do better off dead. Just go kill yourself. You're ugly. You are disgusting. I'm gonna kill you. Give me two hundred dollars. <laughs> nice. Uh... <laughs> 
I haven't been pushing the buttons very often lately, man. I've just been like the interviews haven't given me a chance or maybe I'm just not like trying to anymore, but I forget I half like, the time. That's like, what I'm doing too. I'm like so involved in the conversation and then like it gets towards the end of the show and I'm like, Oh, I didn't press a single button. Usually tavern is the only place I'll really play around with them. And then obviously, why don't you go fuck yourself? Dickhead. That one for cunt <laughs> for cunt of the week. Well, you can't have a serious conversation that have a sound drop of, I don't know what it's like for someone to not come on you. Oh, yeah. Um... Must be weird not having anybody come on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Airplane. I was really drunk when I found that the one night, and I'm like, oh, I'm clipping this bitch. <laughs> I was on you, uh, the dark holes of YouTube, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that movie had pedophilia fucking... Uh, hidden symbolism in it oh yeah actually even when uh when the kid goes into the cockpit and he's like uh you ever seen a grown man naked (laughs) (laughs) i think family guy makes fun of that to a point because peter's the the pilot and uh the the stewardess comes in and he's like what do you call this where we're at um the flight deck no 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 what do we call it and finally she goes cockpit and he's like (laughs) i was like jeez that uh that scene <clears throat> when everybody's lined up to basically beat the shit out of the person that's freaking out on the plane <laughs> you got like somebody get with a hold of yourself <laughs> somebody with a fucking gun and then a knife behind <laughs> the person with the gun i'm like you guys should probably switch places uh, <laughs> <laughs> the israeli airlines god good luck getting away with that today yeah. oh the good old times oh speaking of uh you a piss pig? You got a little piss finish, finish there? <laughs> Ryan, what is that? Hi. Ryan, what's that logo that you just had there? That was a BKFC. Oh, for the, for the I work for the I work for those guys. Yeah, uh, little bare knuckle boxing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a hand fetish I have. I'll be <laughs> well, right that's back. Funny. I All was right. just talking about a hand fetish right <laughs> before you jumped on. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Serendipitous. Manifesting, you're manifesting. Yeah. Oh shit. I need to I need to lube my seat. Sending out. Can you guys hear that What's squeak? What's on your seat that you need to lube? I don't know. It, it creaks. <laughs> Mine does too. I'm sitting on like a bar stool and it creaks when I move. I si- I probably sit too many hours in this fucking thing. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> well, when you come home and this is pretty much your only life other than chickens and dogs, so that's a that's a lot to take care of. Got to keep milking those chickens. Yeah, I tried milking the chicken the other day, and she didn't like it. Did you use your mouth? Technique. I was using my mouth. Oh, you hear that cawing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a Mayano? Yeah. Yeah. The, the stupid presets. It's, it's garbage. I got to focus right. I haven't set it up yet, though. But what kind of hookup for a uh, microphone does it have? The focus right? No, your Mayano. Oh, it's um. Is it an audio jack or is it like the? Yeah, it's an audio jack. Yeah, I think I had the same one. Yep, it's like a cheap starter one. It's it's all right, but I got used to it and I'm too lazy to switch. But I bought the focus right, and my buddy Sam uses one, and he swears by it. And it's supposed to be great for recording music too. So it's just stupid that I haven't switched over yet. But I will at some point. I, I used the focus right right when I first started before yeah. I was a broadcaster because I, I I make music for myself. I don't really show people it, but um 
Yeah. So I already had this thing. I'm going to tell you straight up, bro. Like that roadcaster is the best money that I've ever spent in my entire life. I've been told that by a lot of people. I've been told that by the guitar center staff probably 15 times now. So yeah, I'm going to use it. it, It's amazing because Ryan and I were having this conversation. Um, the last time we recorded cunt that when he goes back and edits the audio for, for cunt, whenever we play a clip, he has to go in and hit, use the highlight it and hit limiter to mm-hmm. bring it down. So it, it kind of matches and is, isn't so loud. And mm-hmm. so I sent him the road recording of it to see if there, he could see a difference. And he, he's, he could, cause I was like, I've never heard the, the big wavelength differences and big wavelength differences and because the, yep. the caster just puts... scanning for mexicans <laughs> that's important we've got a mexican what up ryan dean <laughs> what's going on guys yeah sorry i kind of hopped in a little prematurely there that's okay that's okay pre comes good what are you guys up to man what are you guys getting into here well, actually, I wasn't joking. We we were actually just talking about a hand fetish. <laughs> and midgets and punk rock. Really? Yeah. Solving the world's problems. Yeah. One midget wristy at a time. Yep. Oh, and when, <laughs> and when I first jumped on, we were, we were or they were discussing uh, Biden's new hilarious fall. What is that, four times now? <laughs> Everybody's talking about that. God. Yeah. It was He's an android, man. That's not even a human being. It's not even a human being. Yeah, I see the resemblance, Drew. <laughs> I'm finding all the doppelgangers. At least he didn't fall lately. up the stairs that time. Well, now who who do we have a doppelganger of now? Um, Andrew on this show right now, not Drew. Andrew really? looks a hell of a lot like Joe from OBDM. Our big dumb mouth. Hey. Same facial hair. See it. Okay. There we go. Oh yeah. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. Not as not as dead on as as Joe though. Oh yeah, no, not the Joe ganger. <laughs> the Joe ganger. Yeah, there you go. You see that, Ryan? Yeah, dude, that's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. You got to let him know this, this quick story on that Joe doppelganger there, Drew. So I recorded a show with a. Am I lagging? Irish... Little bit, must be. Okay, I'm going to hop out and back in. Okay. Cool. His lips matched up with his voice. Yeah. Maybe he's having a strike. Oh. No, we didn't talk about that. Maybe they're listening to us. We know they're listening Those to us. Those commie bastard government officials. China. China's listening to us, dude. China. China. Oh, it's no. It's racist at all. Because it came from China. China. I'm not I, an account. I actually need to have that, but I took it off when I jumped off the truck train. Damn. Yeah, I don't have China anymore, but I did. Damn, I don't have Trump on here at all anymore. I, I like completely boycotted him, and now I kind of am wondering if he's going to be doing the right thing again. My mother said I used to love trucks, and I said I do. That's the best <laughs> one. <for> IBDM. <laughs> no thing. You know the thing. So now it started out as Ryan Dean. And then it was Ryan Dean and Adam Curry were the only ones saying that Michelle Obama was going to get snuck in. Mm -hmm. And now I'm hearing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
during Pride Month. I think I think Gavin Newsom might be able to uh, pull some bullshit where he's going to be the head runner and uh, Michelle Obama. Uh, dude, you 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 have no idea how dumb these California fucking bitches are, dude. Oh no, they I do. I used to live in Gavin San Diego. Newsom. I'm very aware. They they vote for Gavin Newsom just because he's handsome. They don't give a. F- they don't know anything about his policies. They just oh, he's a good looking guy. I'd fuck him, and they vote for him, right? Just like that. Like I would Probably. fuck the shit out of AOC, but I would never vote for the bitch. Yeah, those titties. Dude, I'm willing to take one for the team, bro. I'm the willing to take team, one bro. for the team. <laughs> I don't know if that's taking one for the team. I think that's nice work if you knock that down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck Newsom. <laughs> I love that hat, but I have like a I have a midget head. Ha. So, so it's it's too big. No, some of these new era hats, they're just not made for human heads, I don't think. Bro, I'll never be able to forget about the story of Gavin Newsom locking down the state and then going to the French Laundry and having dinner at like one of the best restaurants in the fucking country. I'll never, he'll never live that one down in my book. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, when that was happening, he actually lived about two and a half blocks away from me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't live in the governor's mansion. He actually bought a property uh, close to Orangevale in Sacramento, which is where I lived. And so I would drive by his house at least once a week with my windows down, blaring the song uh, by Jimmy Levy and uh, High Res, uh, This is a War on Religion. And I would just drive by his house really slow playing that song. Just <laughs> <out of> like, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden yeah, you got I, vans following you. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Maybe they got me planned for some other sort of project. They're like, we know this guy might do something dumb if we just put him in the right setting with the right person. So I was thinking about that on my way home today, man. I was like, if I was to actually come face to face with one of these uh, elite parasites that I hate, would I actually be able to keep my fucking mouth shut? I hope not. I think I might pull a Justin Anders. Dude, I'll wait for that fact. Like, our, we've got a brand new school build going on, so eventually at some point one of the politicians is going to come down to open it up, and I won't be nice. You want, yeah, you no. want yeah, I don't see why you should be nice. No. I mean, I feel like we should voice what we want, but at the same time, I'm like, how are people so fucking pussy that nobody actually, I mean, if they do speak out, it's it's like very minimal. I mean, how come nobody's knocked one of these motherfucking politicians out yet? That's what I really want to know, because most of all of them just need to get a good ass whooping and put them in their place and realize that, hey, I can get my ass kicked. Yeah. I've made that argument on my show a few times where I'm like, I feel like a lot of these politicians just never got socked in the face once. Sometimes that's all you need. Of course they haven't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Of course that's never happened, man. These people are all really rich, dude. Like. Yeah, they, got, they don't got fight guards. in yeah. the upper class. Yeah. Or like when they're in school and stuff, like how they how they bully each other is like, uh, oh, you guys didn't go to Martha's Vineyard this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not it's not like throwing hands or anything like that. Right. Oh, new money's at the school. New money always cries. I'm sure they right, like right. I'm sure they like 
bang each other's girlfriends to get back at each other or, or brothers, you know, or, or sisters or just you know. dress in blackface. <laughs> Justin Castro. Hmm. Yeah. They all can suck a dick. So you, it's a pretty historical event though. Man, I am not able to the president. see you guys very good. You can't you see You have us? a huge glare behind you. It's just not the... working. What do you mean? We, we hear you fine. Yeah, I know. It's my window. Yeah. That's about the only thing that's wrong. Your lips are matched up to your voice. There's nothing wrong, bro. Yeah, I just, I just for some reason, I can't see you guys, but that's all right. As long as, you, as, long as we're uh, able to communicate. Like you can't see our video at all? Our pictures? Our faces? No, I can't. It's just fucking, it's just, la- it's just lagging a lot, dude. Huh. It's like the first time it's happened. But I also have like four TVs going in my house right now, so... Are they all running off internet? Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's all going for the. the... I ended up having to run a landline into my into my room because I was getting a lot of lag sometimes just from the Wi-Fi. And we have the best, supposedly the best Wi-Fi you can get in this area, but it's still laggy as shit whenever anybody is playing video games and I'm trying to record. Yeah, I'm hardwired in. Mm-hmm. You almost have to be now because I was just Hard like I, said, I recorded with Anthony Grafeo again, and I love talking to that guy, but I couldn't even put out the fucking episode. Yeah, it, it wasn't just my end either. It was because his his end was he was he sounded like DJ Graf. It was like yeah yeah it like it was repeating what he was saying, and I'm like whoa this is weird. And it that happened, happened to me once too. Yeah, it happened the first time I had him on too, and I was like it, it dude it's got to be your internet like i i fucking want this conversation to come out i really do but we're gonna we're gonna have to like try to have it again now yeah that sucks <clears throat> but it is what it is man that guy's such a good guy i don't know if he, any of you guys have ever talked to him but he is so intelligent and just an amazing person anthony grafeo he's been on eddie bravo's show uh he used to be known as graf uh, he was really big when Q was out because he was one of the main people that was deciphering the Q drops. And uh, I mean, I think he just got taken off of Twitter a week or two ago and he was like close to a hundred thousand followers and it's, yeah, dude, they're, they're crushing all the people that were Q before they started letting them get traction again. And now they're starting to crush them again. So I'm like, maybe, Maybe I was wrong. I don't I don't know. Because you guys know, like, I've always held on with the tiniest little bit of thread. Hold maybe, on for one more day. Yes, that maybe Q had some sort of validity behind it because I was so fucking fooled by it. So, like, I hold on to the hope that it's true. Because even though I don't think it is true, like, I want it to be. Am I lagging? Not at all. Yeah, there's a little bit of lagging going on in my end. Okay. Yeah, because Catalyst, you you were lagging for a second. <clears throat> yeah. Talking about Q, though, there was a, an Australian podcaster recently who put up a post because Melbourne had an earthquake recently, and they went with the whole, oh, the military bases, they're being destroyed by... <laughs> the dumbs are being destroyed by the white hat military. They just saved 5 million children. Well, the population of my state is 6 million. I think we'd notice an extra 5 million people fucking walking around. Like, mm. bullshit. You would think. spread bullshit. Hey, where'd this kid come from? They they just showed up on my porch. Oh, I didn't have this many students last week. Fuck. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, with all the people, all the people that are obviously crossing the border illegally here in the United States, I myself have not seen any of the repercussions of that. Ah, but have you guys heard that allegedly in Ecuador and Venezuela and some of these South African or sorry, South American <laughs> countries, not South African, South American okay, countries, they're allegedly training uh, like terrorists and released rapists and murderers out of jail. And some of these people are are like, you know, walking across the border and who knows, you know, what they have planned and who's funding them and all this shit. I don't know if there's oh, yeah. any truth to it, but I've heard that. That's kind well, of a scary cop, thought. I, I think that there's absolutely validity to all of this shit going on because we're seeing videos of these people uh, coming across the border. We're seeing crime rates rise everywhere. Um, we're seeing the statistics. However, I'm just saying with my own eyes, here where I live, I haven't seen any of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, he, here's a Drew prediction. The cartels now currently have a hold of American and NATO weapons from Ukraine that's been smuggled out by a black market. For sure. They've got they've got stingers, they've got all sorts of shit. It's not going to be long until the cartels are found responsible for downing commercial airliner over the American-Mexican border, and that'll be justification for sending boots on the ground into Mexico. Yep, they've, yep, and they've been well, talking we about... I've been hearing that they're saying that it's the cartels and the... They've got there's videos of them walking around fucking javelins. Right, and they're going to be able to just come over and pillage and plunder and do whatever uh. they want, allegedly. Who mm. knows? Um, they don't realize that we all have guns. Some of us illegally. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't buy that. Honestly, I think uh, I don't. I don't ever see any boots on the ground in Mexico. Honestly, I really don't see that. There's reports of no, national guard. Not even being... the top northern states of Mexico, the ones that are actively controlled by cartel, like Sonora and you know, all that. Yeah, do you, do you think that the the Mexican government could do some kind of special operations and try and wipe out the cartels? Especially if there was a terrorist attack. No, because the Mexican government works hand in hand with the cartels. The the, it, the cartels have infiltrated the government and they basically run the country. They have more power than the government does. Uh, I, yeah, I the newer administration there is pretty, pretty, you know, like they don't like the cartels there. There was like a, an assassination attempt on one of the dude's kids and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see that happening. I, I and, and, you know, there's all these videos on the Internet. I'm not saying that they're all like AI generated or anything, but it just it it, it does Mexicans not. Mexicans don't really... have six fingers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, look at the hands. No, man. You I just like let's see let's see the chaos go down. Let's see it. Like I, we've heard about it for so fucking long. Let's see it. One thing, one chaotic thing. Let's see it. You know what I mean? Um, until then, I'll kind of sit back and and try to enjoy life. You know what I mean? Um, I know, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I know you're in, Ca in California. I'm in Arizona. Andrew, where are you at, dude? I'm in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got to worry about those Canadians more than the fucking Mexicans. <laughs> actually, like, you know what I mean? Wait, um, are you in Ilan Homar's district? Uh, no, it's but Minnesota. Uh, oh, that okay. Uh, no, uh, Ilan Omar is here in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not in her district. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be rough. That's where that's like a heavy. I'm sorry, I might have misheard you guys. Um, but yeah, dude, it's uh, what a shit show that is too, man. It's just you know we're in the spot right now where there's a lot of fear porn coming from all kinds of different directions, and I just want something to happen. Like, let's see it. You know, 
Um, it'll probably happen in 2024 if it's going to happen. But uh, there's there's just so much fear, man. There's a lot to live for. Just be excited. Be happy. You know what I, know. I mean? Um, I've been making that point on my show all the time. It's like, you, you know, you got to stay positive. You got to focus on what you can control and what you enjoy and what you love. You can't just dive into this stuff all the time and let it consume you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, It's important. And it is interesting to think. Hold on. What's up? <laughs> okay. Hi, Kim. Yeah, they say hi. Hey, uh, she's gotta, she's gotta make herself known. Uh, get out of here. Close the door. Okay, close the door. Jeez, dude. I mean, earlier today when I was trying to record an episode, she just came in here and sprayed osium. I don't know if you guys know what osium is. <laughs> just open the door and spray osium. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm in the middle of re- re- trying to record. It's That's wild. nicer than a walking and crop dusting the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she did. If she came in here and farted or what the deal was. How funny would that be? In? The door opens and you just see an ass scoot in. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, she, goes, dude. she just goes back out. <laughs> like living with a living with a disabled child here. And she's older than me. So wild, but God bless her, you know? <laughs> Um, you I forget it. what I was talking about. <laughs> Ghost knows, dude. I do. Ghost knows, I do. It's like, like every time we talk, <laughs> she like, does these little things that piss me off, and it's not like end of the world shit. But it's like you know, I'm just talking about like just be happy, and then she does little shit constantly that makes me so mad. Dude, but that's perfect timing. That's perfect. Right, right. Just be ha- get the fuck out, bitch. <laughs> no, I don't say that. But I know yeah, you know. no, it's, I know you it don't. is. Uh, <laughs> and I had to make these goddamn meatballs right now because I don't trust her to do it. And between between <laughs> us here, I put over I put, a fucking uh, meatball. Pork, well, she- I put pork rinds in the in the meatball instead of uh, breadcrumbs because I'm trying to do low carb shit. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't like pork rinds. She just walked back in. So just be, no, keep that between us. But gotcha. yeah, I, I didn't gonna, do any bread. <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever been like, hey, baby, you should cook dinner tonight. Wait, no, never mind. No, don't do that. No, nah, man. I, I, I am <laughs> if she by cooked far dinner, the superior cook. <laughs> they, they would be eating cheese sticks and that's it. <laughs> yeah, be like grilled cheese or some shit. So, yeah, just. It is what it is. Stay single. Hey, Ryan, I wanted, to tell you, I wanted to tell you, brother, I really enjoyed your video games episode. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. That yeah, dude. Episode. Yeah, there's some there's some wild stuff about that shit. You know, like the, just the different theories about all these games that, uh, like the, the weirder ones, like that Fallout game, that's some wild shit. You know what I mean? Like For just sure. interesting stuff. So it's fun to talk about, dude. And, uh, I've actually I was looking into some more of those iceberg type things, and there's some really really wild shit out there. Like if you anything that you're interested in, just type in like eh, fucking basketball and then iceberg after it, and there will be tons and tons of like different icebergs that are created after these things. It's cool. I, I played uh, I played The Last of Us Part Two start to finish until I finished it and. It's so creepy thinking that what if that actually happened in reality? It's like, holy shit. Well, dude, like I'm not a big gamer and I I just watched this thing. uh, You guys have heard of Doom, I'm sure, right? Mm -hmm. Doom, the video. Oh, yeah, that was Rogan's favorite game when I was a kid. 
Dude, I, I'm not, you know, interested in games. I'm not a gamer. Like, I don't I don't pretend to be a gamer or anything. I'm not stealing valor here for all the uh, <laughs> video game warriors. You know what I mean? But there's the uh, there's there's this mod that was created and there's a video that was just released and it's called my house dot W.A.D. These are like the mods that people create in the in the game, supposedly. Hmm. And dude, it's like a it's an hour and 40 minute long video. And as a game, like someone that's not a gamer, I was enthralled in this fucking video because hmm. these this dude makes a labyrinth of this guy's house like his his friend passed away. And he makes a recreation of his friend's house. And you open a door and you go and try and grab like a key. And then you turn around the door that you walked in is gone. And then like you you try to like figure out like where to go. And it's just like, I mean, it's wild, dude. It was an insane fucking thing to watch and uh, really enjoyed that. So, yeah, man, the, the games are, are starting to speak to me a little more. Kind of awesome. reminds me of that movie where the kids were enthralled in this VR video game, but it was making it was like possessing them and making them want to kill i forget the name of the movie i watched it oh, man a couple years ago did you guys ever watch black mirror that episode where the buddies were gaming and they ended up hooking up in the game or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Love in the game so yeah true. mostly true. based on on ghost uh, his relationship with uh ryan yeah <laughs> oh nice <laughs> nice well, the only you, gaming they enjoy <laughs> ghost, are you are you talking about momo it, it uh maybe may yeah it's uh, been a movie. It, yeah, it came out a couple years ago. Well, there was Momo, and it was this thing that was going on. Oh, kids. Yeah, no, no, no. This was different. Yeah, that was a Japanese thing or Chinese. Yeah, I know what well, you're talking. Don't talk get that mixed up. Don't mix up the 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 nieces. Was it? Was, <laughs> it was Japanese, right? Okay, well, I'm just saying. Don't Momo? say it's either Japanese or Chinese. That's really fucked up. I don't you know, know what, what it, I don't okay. know what it was. It was Asian I, in nature. I know that it was, it was targeted towards sleepy eyed. It, it was targeted towards our kids, and it was making them do fucked up shit. And some of the kids were actually killing themselves yeah. or harming other people. And then, uh, Asia. what was the big thing right before that? It was that uh, that uh, a Slender Man. Yep. And Grim Cuddy is a good one too. There's a great movie after Grim Cuddy, uh, which is like a Slender Jewish. It's cool, dude. I like that. There, have you guys heard of these? Uh, uh, Solarplex clown gliders. It sounds like I'm making it up, but it's a real thing. <laughs> no. Solarplex glider. Dude, I'll pull this up, man. It's wild. It's a really interesting thing. It's another one. Um, yeah, Solarplexus clown glider. Basically what it is, it's a, it's a, there's different theories of what it is. And I think like some sort of uh, mimetic fair, like if, Thinking of an idea, it infects your brain, and if you see like certain cursed images and things like that, it mm-hmm. infects your brain and it, it like degradates culture. Basically, I'm um, trying to find a fan wiki here. Let's see, fan wiki. Uh, I'll, I'll just images. Can I please share my screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, isn't that isn't that a little woo woo for you, Ryan? I thought you weren't a big fan of all the new age stuff. I mean, well, so that's the thing. I, I like going against the New Age stuff. And these, yeah. the New Agers talk about the solar plexus, right? See, um, I saw that on my, the on my center camera. fourth chakra or whatever. Yeah. No, he is. So, yeah. This is one of these cursed images right here, supposedly. Oh, um, well, thanks for sharing, bud. Cool. <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, dude, I talked about the. Uh, 
I talked about the Rocco's Basilisk too. So, I mean, if anything is going to curse anybody, you know, that's that's it right there. But you are now into um, these are the, the Twilight theory. Zone. Wait, right? The, the, the uh, I can't even say it. The Basilisk. <laughs> Ro- Rocco's Basilisk. Yes, that was where if you know what's going on and you don't do anything to stop it, then AI is going to kill you eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you don't help AI come to like the the authority in the world actively, if you're not actively trying to help it, and you know that AI, if you know about Roko's Basilisk and you're not trying to help AI become the main thing, then AI is going to kill you when it's powerful. So well, now you guys do try to take out their operators. I don't doubt that. I'll take my chances. Yeah, Was Br- Brandon too? sprung it on on him, and he sprung it on me the very the the very same day on cunt he's like well hey, hold on i have to ask your permission i'm oh okay i don't care what what <laughs> well i sprung it on you and like four or five thousand other people too it, true so it's not- yeah. <laughs> bro where can i find a suffocating rubber clown suit of negativity where is that, uh, is that on- right oh, oh, and- yeah it says it right there in bold on the on the theories section that you have up it says American film director David Lynch, who explored the popular occult uh, circuit at this time in his career, would go on to write extensively about very similar entity or psychic illness. He calls it capitalizing each world like SP, uh, SPCG, the suffocating rubber clown suit of negativity. <laughs> Which is almost the same as the David Carradine Batman suit where he had an asphyxia right. wink. Oh, fuck yeah. And that's Fixie Wank. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like I said, it's just interesting. I like this first, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, this third theory here. A military, scientific, or underground project to create a mimetic brain deteriorating weapon. I think that's fucking incredibly interesting. Yeah, not TV, not that, isn't it? It's television. That kind of leads into what we right. talked about on Cunt this past week. With that, right. with that clip that, well, was it Victoria that sent it in? Uh, Probably. So is that is that just another branch of MK Ultra then? Because it sounds exactly the same. It could be, man. But like, so you know, it's that, the reason it's interesting to me is just because you know they tr- they experiment a lot in the military. They just throw shit at the wall and they see what sticks. You know what I mean? Um, and I think mm-hmm. that that some of these things could be really powerful. Maybe not in the the times that they're doing them. Maybe not in the '90s or the '80s or the '70s. But maybe as technology evolves, they can go back to things like, oh, remember when we did that solar plexus clown glider thing? <laughs> and and then they can you know expand on that. To me, that's Millie stroking his dick. He's like, yeah, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Oh, right. that's got to be how that jetpack suit thing started. Right, know, yeah, that's project. Yeah. Well, some to of the go best back to that. To go back to that basilisk idea where AI is supposed to go and go after and kill people who don't support it, the American Air Force were training an AI predator drone to attack targets. It was really good at it, but it started attacking the people near the targets in the simulation, mm-hmm. and the guys that could control it tried to turn it off. So the first thing it did was try to attack its controller because it was getting in its way. Yeah. Oh boy. You know, Terminator, Skynet, that never... Can't we learn something from from documentaries at all? Well, they're movies. They're not real. There's no truth in any movies. You know what I mean? Robocop, you have five seconds to comply. I watched the newest uh, Terminator uh, Genesis, which wasn't bad. I I haven't liked anyone since Terminator 2. That was the last one. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Genesis is the um, the girl band version one, isn't it? They're all chicks. 
No, no. No. So like I was telling you, cool. huh? If you guys get bored, go to this site right here, icebergcharts.com, and just give it a little scroll. You can see what's Ooh, going on there. Intense tornado footage, cool. So yeah, somebody pick a category. Where's intense tornado footage? Uh, top left. Go up a little bit more. Right there, intense tornado footage. Okay. So we can click this and see the iceberg of intense tornado footage. And a lot of times there's links, too. Absolutely huge. So you go to this link, and it shows tornadoes, right? And the idea is as you go, oh, shit, that is actually pretty big. (laughs) Look at that thing. Oh, shit. Hey, I'm just going to stand here and film it as it's coming towards me. Uh, That one's an ad. That was done for, like, an energy drink. Okay. Okay. He's like, no. I'll take killer bugs for 500. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Killer bugs. Where's killer bugs? Giant bugs in movies or something. If you go down, it was near the films one or the previous screen. Sorry. Ooh, three tornado derails a train. That looks interesting. That's what I'm saying, dude. And and it goes down and down. And the like the so the idea is like this one is the craziest one out of all these, right? The last thing is like the nuts one. Oh, it's inappropriate for users. Um, I, I understand mean, which to proceed. I'm touching myself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Me being dumb. So, I mean, that's Holy pretty scary. Shit. Dude, that's huge. Man, a tornado that destroys his home and kills his wife. God, I'm so happy that we don't get tornadoes in Australia. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, you got like a thousand bugs and snakes and shit that can fuck you up. Uh, but yeah, man, there's tons of stuff. Like the ones that I was kind of like killer bugs, in kill a bug movie. That was it. You know, when I was living with Deplorable Janet, Where is she, it? Was, she was out of state visiting her daughter, and her husband was at work, and we're having crazy winds. And I don't watch the news, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm just out there throwing my disc golf discs. Like, cause the wind is fucking crazy. I'm like, holy shit! I'm throwing it like fucking 200 yards. That's <laughs> a fun. That's a fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hear this siren and shit. And then Janet calls me like an hour later, and she's like, "Hey, hon, how's it going?" I'm like, "Hey, there's this siren that's been going off and on." And she was like, "Get in, the, <laughs> get in the bathroom." Right <laughs> oh, funny. I was out throwing my. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, the wind is crazy. I'm fucking having fun with this shit. <laughs> I was frolicking in the wind. If I yeah, had a awesome, kite, dude. I'd be all over it. <laughs> that's just yeah. the you know what? whistle. Tornadoes, like I've had the craziest like tornado or like thunderstorm dreams to where I'm like at, in my house and I look outside and there's like fucking 20 tornadoes coming at me. I'm like, holy shit. Dude, when I was stationed in Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico, the first year I was there, okay, that first spring coming in, the fucking tornadoes uh, sirens were going off. So I naturally, I've never been around a tornado. I'm going to the designated fallout shelter area. Right. Motherfuckers are having fucking tornado yeah. parties on the balcony of the dorms. Hell I'm like, what? Until yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left there, I was having tornado parties because they never came on the base. You just watch them go right around and dissipate it was like wow because they're controlled by a satellite it probably <laughs> they don't they don't they don't want to take out the military bases they no. spend too much money on those things yeah i'm like no, you guys are people. i remember being so fucking scared i'm like dude it's a fucking toy get they'll never fucking hit us Da-da-da-da. and there was talking about oh, the native american burial grounds this land sacred yada, yada you know the whole spiel 
Well, till the, till the <laughs> end of it, stop it, I'm sitting there with fucking beers and, and fucking gin and gin and juice. Hey, fucking tornado. Let's have it. Come on, guys. You are a tornado can't affect a, an Air Force base. It's just Standing it doesn't work. They cancel each other out. Watching tornadoes. Sipping on, on gin and juice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was going to say, I knew you were a closet uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg fan. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, man. Like all white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 hell yeah, yeah bro. Like, oh, heck on. yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. <laughs> Dr. Dre's freaking awesome. He's from man. Cali, and I love everything there is about Cali. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Dude, I'm taking, yeah, that's taking awesome. all this to uh, offensive right now. Andrew, back me up. <laughs> What's that? What are you're making as fun being of a us, white bro. guy? <laughs> no, oh, wait. Oh, you're not in Cal. I I forgot. You you're in Minneapolis because you said yeah, I used to live in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. You said San Diego earlier, but yeah, so but you used to live out there. Cal- place. It's northwestern Mexico. Get it right. <laughs> northwestern <laughs> Mexico. Yes, North Baja, California. <laughs> So I used to think that I was going to become a professional skater. Actually, I was well on my way to doing that. Um, and I shattered my ankle uh, doing a video shoot. But um, when I lived out in L.A., uh, we would get harassed all the time by the cops and shit for skateboarding. And I went out to Pacific Beach in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I was I was riding down the street and I was crossing the road. And a car almost hit me and I had to jump off of my fucking skateboard and it barely missed me by inches. And there was a cop, there was a cop behind that car and the cop rolled up on me and I was like, ah, fuck, here we go, man. Cause that's what I just am used to getting harassed by cops for skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And they were like, don't worry, we're going to get them. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love this town. I fucking Pacific beach is my old stomping grounds, man. I bartended all over that grand and Garnett area. Dude, while. that's awesome. What is that big uh that uh right there on Pacific Beach, there's that big um venue there. Uh I saw I saw face to face there, Alkaline Trio and an older version of AFI. Is it called the Glass House? Ooh. No, Glass House is in Pomona. There's a place in in Pacific Beach. It's right there on was the it, <laughs> Was it was it you're talking about Kane's Bar and Grill? Yes, right next to Belmont Park. Yeah, that's it's that's not there anymore. But yeah, that was there for years and years and years. Yep. Oh man, that's not there anymore. So the first time I saw AFI after they were punk skaters, mm-hmm. because when I was in high school, I went to my very first punk rock concert was AFI, and they had a Think banner. Think was a skateboarding company back then, and it was on the stage. And after the show, it was such a small show that I was able to go up on stage and ask Davey Havoc. I said, Hey man, uh, I said, do you guys take that banner with you? And he was like, no, you can have that. You need something that says think hanging up in your room. And I was like, fuck yeah. And that's that's, awesome. That's when they were skater punks. And then I moved to LA to become a professional skateboarder and I get offered tickets, uh, in San Diego to go see them. And so I went and dude, and when, uh, Davey Havoc came out on stage, it, it like went dark. And then they had like lightning flashes inside the entire place, you know. And then he comes yeah. out. He comes out. He's like, "Wait!" Or like, "Uh, uh, we Two are bleeding. We are one." Yes. And and when he came out, I was like, "What the fuck happened to Davey Havoc? He looks exactly like the crow." <laughs> yeah, he came out. He came out of the closet. Is what happened. Oh, oh, I didn't know he was gay. 
I knew yeah. he was. Ghost went as the crow one year for Halloween. <laughs> I was gay as fuck. So you want to hear a story about that? I do. I do. I knew he was vegan. But I did. So, so I'm in. And that's so, basically gay anyway. But So I'll tell you a story. So my band played a show at the gig on Melrose in L.A. And uh, at the time we were managed by Miller Lite. Or not managed. I'm sorry. We sponsor, We had a sponsor by Miller Lite. So we had a rep come out and she'd take pictures with all of us and you know, she'd bring Bud Lights, or I'm sorry, Miller Lights to the stage uh, while we're on stage. And, like, she was just, like, the promo girl, right? She have nice out. boobs? Yeah, she was hot, for sure. Oh, okay. yeah. And I remember being backstage, and I was sitting next to her, and I don't know how the AFI conversation came up, but she told me a story about how she they were one of her favorite bands. And um, she, like, was trying to work up the courage to go talk to him. She saw him at a show somewhere. And she was, she finally went up and she's like, oh, you know, Davey, I love you. Love your music, blah, blah. And they started talking. And I guess he, she, the way she tells the story is that she was kind of fangirling out a little bit. And then he was getting the vibe that she was interested in him from her perspective. And then she said at one point, he kind of looked both ways and just reached over and grabbed her hand and said, you know, I'm gay, don't you? What the and fuck? and it, it, she said it ruined her. She said she she had no idea and she couldn't believe it. That she yeah. tried to like throw herself at Davey Havoc, and he was like, "Ah, no, I'm good." So, mm. well, I went as the crow for Halloween in high school. I ain't gay. Oh boy, you look so much like Brandon Lee, though. So yeah, back back then, I had, worked really well. I had long, yeah. I had long hair back then. Turn, Davey Crow. Like, who is this big bear that's trying to wear domination? <laughs> <shit>? <laughs> big Davey old be the bear with claws, man. You don't know how to kill the fucking bunny with these claws. <laughs> so I, they, I that's love that so fucking funny. movie, dude. Yes, that was like a big bear, man. Yes, Swingers, Swingers. Yeah, yep. John Favreau and uh, Vince Vaughn's first movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. You like this big bear, man, and you're looking at these girls. And big like, fucking claws. <laughs> Ryan thinks I I came out looking just like I did, only smaller, with a beard. Yeah, I thought as a baby, yeah, as baby, and like Actually, as a child, he was bald as, with a beard. I see that as well. I'm sorry, you're not. Getting <laughs> I just say you as a midget first, and you like evolved like a Pokemon, and then you're like an adolescent, and then you were an adult version of Ghost. Same facial hair, no hair on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the Raichu version of Ghost. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just realized, too, that show that I was talking about where she told me that story at the gig, uh, Kevin Smith was in the crowd that night. Oh, was, ooh, that's cool. I thought it was cool that Kevin Smith caught my band that night. That was a fucking great night. You still that play with those guys? Cool, dude. So Kevin Smith watched you play music because he, yeah. be he used to be my favorite filmmaker. I couldn't believe it. I saw him in the I crowd, too. Up. Yeah, I saw him from the stage, and then my manager at the end of the show was like, "Dude, you were talking about disturbed again. You got to quit." I, so I used to talk shit about. I used to do this. Hum, nom, 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 when you give it to me, I'm gonna get into some freaky shit now. I used to do like this thing <laughs> of that guy, right? No, 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 you know. Oh, um, and uh, on stage this night, I was like, God, I don't know if I can stand that band. Like I should, and I was in L.A. I shouldn't have been. I was drunk too. I probably shouldn't have been talking shit. It's it's not good, you know. Juju to be a band on stage talking shit about another band. Um, Why not? But and be, well, I don't know. My, my manager at the time was like, "Don't fucking do that." Ever, I was like, "Man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." But um, yeah, that, that, what's that, he gonna do? It's your show. He's supposed to just get you the work. Like that's so shitty, dude. That that when managers are dicks to the talent. Oh, they well they oh, they have an agenda. A lot of them have an agenda for sure. Right, I get yeah. it. But yeah, getting man, your you soul. Like, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, your soul is the fucking goal. Yeah, 
You're sorry soul to interrupt you, Andrew. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> I want to hear the story, though. Just watch your soul glow. Um, no, that was the story. It was just. Uh, oh, that oh was, okay. I remember. Just I remember doing. Soul <laughs> feeling oh, so silky smooth. Just let it shine through. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> the best line in that movie is "Yo, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker." Dude. Don't, don't try that falling down the stairs. stairs bullshit on me. Are you conscious? <laughs> it was a damn <laughs> shame what they did to that dog. <laughs> That's funny, dude. You know, we it'd be a really great uh if you want it, because I've been I've been trying to bring the um the the little like food show and like the bullshit show that I have like on on the weekends back. It'd be fun to talk with you on that, dude. On Andrew, it'd be fun to like just talk, you know, like you know, food, obviously, and all that shit. And then, like, your old, like, you know, band days and shit like that. I think that'd be cool, man. Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, I've been, you know me, I'm a bartender. I've been working in food and beverage forever, too. So, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I'd be into well, that. hey, you know, it, it's, this isn't classy food talk. This is Oh, usually, I know. Uh, oh, I know. know. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty low brow, but, you know, I've heard. Yeah. Tonight we're doing hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about the spaghetti uh, fucking burgers for sure. You know, what I mean? yeah, that's what it is basically. Oh, actually, but, Ryan, yeah. when I was on your show for the very first time, we talked about spaghetti tacos. Yeah, that's yeah. very what white trash, and I love taco? it, dude. It is amazing. Basically, you take the leftovers from the spaghetti that you made the night before, and uh. then fry tortilla shells. And then you just put everything in that you would uh, a normal taco, your tomato you and everything. I do that with omelets. I do that with like eggs and shit in the morning. I'll like put tortillas down, cook the eggs on top, and then I'll just flip the shit over. Hey, you know what I made the other day? We're talking about, uh, this sounds like we're talking about uh, fusion foods, right? I mean, that's kind of what this is. So, uh, dude, I made some Cajun lasagna a little while back. This shit was fucking delicious. Ground chicken right take nice. ground chicken you take you take your your tomato sauce you kind of got to make your own tomato sauce you don't want to get like italian shit but dude you put your celery your onions all that shit oh my god it was so good a bunch of cajun seasoning oh yeah get that the sounds, fuck out of here that actually sounds really fucking good oh, yeah. so, dude it was insane so uh deplorable janet one night she was like hey how do you feel about seafood lasagna and i was like yeah not interested at all i'll go for it i'll go for it and we have a c uh in my in my job we have a seafood linguine it's actually pretty good really so i wasn't on board i wasn't on board with this but when she made it and i ate it i was like holy shit yes anytime you want to make this i'm down to eat i love when you just try to whip something up at the house and it's fucking amazing and you're like yes dude some of the best things i've ever made is just opening my shit and being like, all right, this is what I got. What can I do? With you, it? you, you, you're going in the fucking pan. Yep. Yeah. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. No, dude, it, it's, it's, it's real nice, man. Just kind of coming up with something fun. Um, especially like when you're broke and you have to do it. Right. Yes. Um, that's and a, that's a nice amazing time. And you're like, fuck who needs money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I will keep smoking weed and drinking. You know what I mean? But- I do that. So- I do that sometimes when I'm trying to save money. I'll, I'll be like, no, don't go to the grocery store again. Hold on. What do you got that you haven't touched or looked at in the freezer? Okay. I got some shrimp. I got some veggies. Fuck it. Go in the pan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll whip up a meal out of what I can incorporate in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. I, 
I'm I'm trying like it's a it's a huge goal of mine, obviously, as it should be for a lot of people to get wealthy. Like it's a big like I mean, I really want to be rich. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I just want yeah, to can... live without having limitations. So I guess that you have to be rich for that. Yeah, like, it, you know, rich to a lot of people is different or wealth or whatever. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's just a, it, it's been a goal, dude. And like, I, I kind of want to like, you know, be modest and like have a, a homestead type situation like chickens. And I was thinking about getting bees soon, hopefully. And oh, like yeah. just having all that shit, man. And but I mean, you can you, you can start saving money by doing that kind of shit, too. Was that dad, on, so. Ryan, did you do a show or did I hear someone in our uh, community of podcasters do a show about um, people that are beekeepers have a, a much more healthier oh. situation because of the frequency that the bees hum at? And yeah, when we, they're around it all the time. It actually heals. Yeah, they live the longest. Yeah, yeah, they live the longest for some reason, which is wild, right? Just hanging out with bees like an hour a day will like exponentially increase your lifespan, which is I I would get them just for that. And plus, the world needs them. We can't live without them. So obviously, so two weeks, right, right, yeah. Two weeks ago, my daughter became an adult. Today was her last day of high school, but. For a few months, she's been volunteering. Uh, she doesn't get paid for it. She just loves to do it. But she's been volunteering at a, a bee farm. And Nice. Yeah. And she she loves it. And I kind of want to go out there and, and see what it's all about. So It'd be cool to see, for sure. It sounds awesome. Do any of you guys actually uh, grow food and, and, and raise stuff yet? I'm not able to do it at the moment. but Yeah, I have an apartment. And so in the way my where the sun path goes is i'm on my windows are on the north side so i don't get sun so i bought one of those little hydroponic units and i grow i have a little herb garden in my kitchen that i grow hydroponics yep just herbs because that's all it'll grow i tried to put bell peppers in there and the stalks got so high they would flower and then they just the whole thing withered and died because it was too it didn't have enough space not enough yeah that's the dude that's one thing i learned man is like if you're trying to grow stuff you can't grow what you want to grow. You have to grow like what the environment will let you grow. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like out here, there's this thing and I've been telling ghost about this. Oh, shit. Um, I guess his daughter just came home. So he's apologizing to us. No need to apologize. Ghost. Um, the, the, there's these things that the native Americans used to do. And obviously they live in the area like that I'm at, uh, probably catalyst where you're at too. I, I mean, it seems like they were everywhere in the United States, but in this hot area, this dry area, they did this thing called this thing called the three sisters and they planted corn, uh, green beans, I think and squash and squash. Right. So like they, the green beans grow up the stalks of the corn and the squash like oh, does yeah. some other shit. And like they all like work together to help themselves grow. The, the corn gives the squash shade, all that shit. Yeah. And it's just, it's fascinating, dude. I it's s- like you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I've seen uh there's I follow a punk uh punk rock homesteading uh group on Facebook and what a niche, some, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they could and they uh some someone posted this whole diagram, like blueprint thing of how to where to put crops in like your garden because they become mutually beneficial, yeah, like you're talking about. Permaculture. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a whole thing, and you're like, holy shit, I remember saving it. Like, God, if I ever get space. A room, enough room to do this. I'm gonna fucking do this. It's cool. Yeah, what? Oh, dude, I saw this. 
this house that I'm in right now, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to be here very long. And so, uh, like two weeks ago was a time to grow your weed. And so I was planning on getting clones and stuff, but unfortunately I won't be in this house long enough to, to, uh, let it grow its full potential. And so I'm not going to be able to do that this year, but when I'm, I'm looking for a new house and I really want to try out, uh, the, um, the brass poles that people are doing, you put two or copper, you took, put two copper poles yeah, 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 with, wood. with, yeah, wrapped around or, or wood, wood stakes with uh, copper wire wrapped around the stake. And it, people are getting incredible fucking harvests from this shit. Yeah, it's cool. My yeah. buddy Roar Dog's actually. Yeah, I'm doing interested that. to see how that works. Is Rory is is it is he getting results? Uh, he just made them. What was it? La- not this past weekend. The weekend before. And uh, sorry if you hear the coonhound. Um, but he he made. I forget how many he made. Oh, whoa. Watch, watch. What year is it, dude? Watch what he you're is. Saying, He's man. a tree walker coonhound. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You were the only one that makes um, that racist. <laughs> but he made like a, I want to say like. 12 well, I know because dude, you know what we're watching. We're watching the Men in Black right now, and you know how they're making it all PC, right? And there's a girl in the new Men in Black, and there's a part where she's like, "Whoa, Men in Black," and I'm like, "Oh shit, they're gonna call it they oh, them African Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not gonna be the Jesus. Men in Black. It's where the they them African American persons in black." God. No, yeah, but no, they them in Africa. You can't say black either. Yeah, true. They crack- them in African American. I'm gonna go crack Z-Z. a beer. I'll be right back. Guys. Yeah, you're fine. So yeah, Rory's actually he made some, and I I I gave him the suggestion to lay it out in the Fibonacci sequence around his small little garden. So I think that's what he's. Oh, God. No, seriously, uh, he's he's gonna do. Dude, the Fibonacci sequence is captured everywhere in nature, like to to a T, and it's in the stock market too. Yeah. It is a number thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 The way that stock markets move is, uh, is based off the Fibonacci sequence, okay. but he's got to find it in everything. Here. Yeah. He's, he's going to try it. So pubes ghost, you'd find it. In pubes. I don't have pubes. Well, then you don't have the Fibonacci <laughs> <Yeah>. sequence. <laughs> Completely shaved. Yeah. Drew. Completely shaved. Shift for right like here. Ken doll down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking yeah. of Ken, um, do you know why Barbie can't get pregnant? Why? He doesn't have a vagina. See, that's what Ryan said, but that's not the case. Because Ken doesn't have a penis. No. Ken comes in a different Ken... box. Yeah, he comes in a different box. <laughs> that's <why. laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. Is uh, Ron using an invisible filter there? What's going my, on? My bad, oh. dude. Uh, I'm like packing a bowl and my... my uh, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, I heard him. like... It looks like he is he is a uh, hot boxing. Where I thought so. It's up in the smoke. first thing he says is vagina. <laughs> that's what he's I can't that's even see him. Like, just... That's what he looked like the other night on uh, Patriot Party's show too. That's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every day. <laughs> I was struggling. So, man. I don't know what's going on. Back to that that food shit, dude. I saw this wild idea, and I'm actually going to try this because I'm trying to move to a colder area here in uh, Arizona, basically Tucson. It's a place a little north called Oracle. It's like a little higher elevation. It's cooler in the winter. Lots of witches. but A few witches. But there's this thing, dude, where you take good-sized tree logs and you drill, you know, uh, maybe quarter to like, you know, maybe like a fifth of an inch somewhere in that region. Are you going to do mushrooms? 
Huh? You're going to you're going to harvest mushrooms. Yeah, Ooh, so you drill the holes yeah. in the log mm-hmm. and then you put the shroom spores in there, you cover it with beeswax and you just pile the logs up. Mm-hmm. And they give you mushrooms for like years, dude. Mm-hmm. I've heard about I that. I think that's yep. fucking awesome. Yeah, they'll give you mushrooms yeah, until they eat, eat the whole entire uh log. So like you could grow And light. then you turn that into compost. Yes. I actually have a, a website for this as well and you can get like uh any of the main mushrooms that are beneficial you can grow them uh is is this the same site you're talking about no no are you talking about spores labs because i was talking about just a video that i saw but yeah spores labs is uh is a place out of canada that will sell all that stuff didn't, but didn't dude, you have them on fucking lion's mane oh dude lion's mane is imagine the that the best fucking mushroom hands down and i have yeah. a little area where it tastes like lobster dude yeah they actually, i've they cooked them up it. with stew before actually they, they cook like steak almost yeah yeah sell it they sell it down, are- at, at the sprouts down my house they sell lions. yeah yeah whole foods yeah, and sprouts, super yeah. healthy for you oh yeah they're really easy to harvest too all you need to do is pick a mushroom you know is edible grab like a q-tip grab the spores from underneath it place it on a wet like uh tissue paper fold it over put it in a plastic box so it kind of gets a bit hot over a week, the spores will grow, and then you just transplant those onto the logs. That's so really? fucking cool. See, Last spores, time I did psilocybin so mushrooms. Like that. Spores is like out of my <laughs> it, it's out of my realm. That's a totally different type of way to grow things. You know, uh, I'm I'm used to yeah, dude. I'm used to getting clones from the weed store, and that's you know it's already right, right. started for me. <laughs> well, Ryan, when you when you go to pull that trigger, I can give you a list of fucking awesome mushrooms that you could that the eat dead wood and like chicken in the woods tastes just like fucking yeah. oh dude chicken you can make chicken chicken nuggets chicken parm out of oh my god it yeah. tons of them and li- well, that lion's like turkey tail and shit will do that too right i'm sure turkey tail is from what i've learned and when i've harvested turkey tail it's a little bit of a tougher because it's more it's real paper thin i harvested some and brought it home, you know, cleaned it up and put it on a, on a pizza. And it was tough to buy. It was almost like beef jerky tough. So if I was to eat turkey tail, I'd probably grind it up into a powder and put it into something and, and eat it that way. Snort it. Right. Yeah. Snort it up my above. (laughs) Have you guys, you guys have heard Paul Stamets' stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you guys, did you see that Rogan episode where he brings up portobello mushrooms and he's not allowed to talk about it. And he says he's not allowed to talk. He said, this is an area of conversation that puts my life at danger, and I will respectfully not answer. Rogan's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, and, and I don't not, understand why, because Portobello... What is that about? Is anybody, has anyone got to the bottom of what that was about? I, I, I haven't. Respectfully, I can't talk about it because it puts my life in danger. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? So you're a <laughs> um, meat substitute. I know that. You, make, you know, you ground it up with some turmeric. And you can use it as a meat substitute. So here, here's the oh. thing that I know. Not only from what Ron's saying. That might be. The mushrooms you get in your grocery stores here in America, because we have a foreigner in, in our midst. I, I can't speak for Australia. You have portabellas. You have the, the white button cap, which 90% of those come from Pittsburgh. Um, and you have baby bellas. They're all the same fucking mushroom. They're all the same fucking mushroom. That's why people are like, I don't like fucking mushrooms. They taste horrible because they all taste pretty much the same. When you start getting outside the Portobello family and get into lion's mane, turkey tail, um, chicken of the woods, hen of the woods, pheasant back, all them, 
they all have completely different unique tastes and health and benefits and texture. Yes. Yeah, so. I, I, I was I was surprised at the amount of uh, variety that Sprouts has. And so I've been trying different mushrooms just randomly. I haven't come across one that I don't like, honestly. You're talking about Sprouts the grocery store, right? Yeah. Ho, yeah. ho, ho. Some people um, don't know what Sprouts is, I think. Yeah. I don't know if my dog is allergic to the shit or what, but. I think it's fucking amazing, and my dog wants to eat everything that I always have on my plate, but they every time I'm eating mushrooms, shouldn't. she's not interested. No, they because they, they can't eat mushrooms. That'll kill yeah. them. Oh, well, good thing you told me that. Yeah. Well, she knows. That's why she don't want to eat them. Just like I have... Uh, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, to a point. Well, some dogs yeah. will eat chocolate. Yeah. And onion, onions can actually kill your dog, too, if they mm-hmm. eat enough onions. I yeah. get these wild mushrooms that grow um they, they're called like fairy circles they look like they'd be a beautiful mushroom to eat they're big they're white they have a big white cap on them but they grow in like this circle and my dogs will never touch them because they, hmm. they they know they're, they're I'm not gonna eat that they go up and sniff it oh no there's something in there i i know i can't eat they're they're smart yeah hmm. yeah that's good i don't know my dog did get sick from eating uh, she got into an enchilada that I had uh, about two weeks ago. I had a chicken enchilada and it had onions in it. That's probably, and, it was the onions. And she had the worst shits. Uh, like she couldn't control her shits. She was, she's perfectly potty trained, but she was shitting in the house. And I was actually kind of scared there for a minute that I was going to lose her. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I, true. And I was like looking it up. I'm like, how much does a dog have to eat? You know? And it's like, it, it's usually more than half of an onion. However, I have a Chewini. She's fucking tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure the little dose that she got in that enchilada that she shouldn't have gotten into uh, is the reason. How well, she get an enchilada? <laughs> it was her inner chihuahua coming out. Hey, I can hey. understand like getting a bag of chips, but that's, that's racist, that's bro. Fucking racist. <laughs> she went out, opened the fridge. She's like, oh, oh I'm gonna eat, uh, it, it was because I ate, I ate, um, I had three enchiladas and I, I already ate and I just happened to have it. And so I only ate one. And instead of putting it in the fridge, I put it in the chair that's next to my bed. And uh, so you were high and lazy. Exactly. <laughs> Suffering from the munchies. I'll get Standard. that later. <laughs> Which is 90% of catalyst life is high and lazy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I get drunk guys, and lazy. Have you guys ever done the penis envy variety of psilocybin mushrooms? Uh, I wish. I don't think so. Last time I did it, that's the kind I did, it, and holy shit, fantastic! Please, I'd like to grow some, some of those kinds of shrimps too. I, I must grow those. Man. I don't know I if must... anybody did them. I was just that curious because I was I would... under, I'm living under a rock. I've never even heard of penis envy psilocybin mushrooms. That's supposed to be some pretty strong psilocybin in those. Yeah, I uh, I was not in for. I was not ready for for it, but it was fantastic boy i had a good time <laughs> i would i was love out, I was to out do by mushrooms. a lake it was green and beautiful and i was looking up at the trees and the trees were just like what well, you know the, the branches were waving it was just patterns and trails it was fucking awesome did, <laughs> it was a good time. did the earth start talking to you no, no i was doing cartwheels in the grass though my friends were laughing at me <laughs> <Nice>. frolicking <laughs> around the grass like a fucking Whee! weirdo 
Yeah, giggling. <laughs> Looking like Jack Black in uh, the Pick of Destiny when he's <laughs> do, when like, he's doing that all that shit with Sasquatch. <laughs> like Bill Hicks says, uh, where he's like, uh, he's like, you know, uh, they they grow under cow shit. I think that's why you giggle for the first hour. <laughs> he's growing cow turds. <laughs> oh man! First time I did mushrooms, it tasted so much. Oh, like they're gross. Meat. Oh, they're so gross. Yeah, because I I didn't. I didn't down them with anything, you know, like I had orange juice, but I was just eating them. And I'm like, bleh, bleh, trying yeah. to get them down. <laughs> they're, they're, you got to do, I, uh, we, we put them on pizza or else uh, I've made tea with them. Yeah. The, and just, you just cook it down and it's stronger, but it lasts less. It's the like one time I did mushrooms back in the day. And now I guess looking back on, I guess alcohol can affect it. So I was mm-hmm. drinking and eating mushrooms and I didn't really get much of an effect off of it. And I was just like, ah, that fuck. I, they don't do nothing. But if I ever get the chance, it's and nice to drink a little bit. You know what I mean? It mellows right, it nice. out a little. Like maybe not right away, but toward, yeah, yeah. When like it starts it getting, get, let it get going. Hectic. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you need some liquid courage. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you get it up to a certain level and you start really going, you're like okay, taking the hero maybe. dose right out the gate. Maybe I'll take a beer. Once you start oh, hearing actually. colors, you gotta <laughs> drink a little bit. I can <laughs> hear my hair growing. Or yeah. <laughs> another great movie reference, brother. You don't even need a roadcaster. You just got them all in your head. Grandma's yeah. boy, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a great movie. Phenomenal. Yeah, but it's a fucking Phenomenal. sweet car. <laughs> or, or you, you could do mushrooms. You could do mushrooms and talk to other car beds. You could do mushrooms and take a bath or shower. It'd be quiet. My roommates are asleep. Fucking. <laughs> 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 oh, you mean your parents? <laughs> That shit's so funny, dude. Do you still have that same Nick Swanson comedy ever? Yeah, oh, yeah, so Nick Swanson. Yeah, he's Swanson. So he had dude. That's he's so from Minneapolis. Good. Yeah, he's a Minneapolis guy. I'm pretty sure he shot at the fucking champ. Shit's weak. Shit's homosexual, but he's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, man. No, yeah, that's it's so funny, dude. That's a great movie. I might actually watch that tonight. Yeah, it's a great flick. I love my probably actually going to take a little edible real quick. I'll be right back. Oh boy, here we go. My you favorite can, line of that. You can go ahead like, and keep that doll. I was planning on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my doll is such sure. a I like the line where they're at uh we do serve we're at the restaurant and David Spade's like, "We do serve shots of wheatgrass." And Nick Swartz is like, "That's cool if you want to be sober and vomit." <laughs> I like the guy when he's trying to up, make himself look good to the chick, and he's like, sure, I may not know who invented the helicopter, but I own one, by the way. <laughs> Has anybody oh. ever heard Ryan's story about taking shrooms and taking a bath? No. no. Sounds oh. really gay. <laughs> well, he, he recorded it. He had shorts Ghost, on. You, so. said, you said do not make it any straighter the other night. Well, that's where I got the idea from, because yeah. Ryan apparently had a really fun time in the bathtub, even though he had shorts on. He oh, he, he recorded it. He was going to put it out on Patreon. Hey, man, he's not well, here to defend himself. Uh, when, this before, is not okay. when he comes back, when he comes back, ask him, and he will tell you. He will let's tell I'll, you. let's get I'll that story. Enough. Let's get that story from him, but I'll, I'll tell you one really quick. So one time, I made tea on the 4th of July, a bunch of friends were on the beach. We're in Ocean Beach, San Diego. And, uh, excuse me, I basically went outside with a couple friends. And I remember sitting, like, on the grass in the front yard. And we were smoking cigarettes. And I remember we all thought the same thing. We're all like, hey, you guys, we can't go past the sidewalk. The sidewalk's too far. 
And like, for some reason they were like, yeah, you're right. Fuck. We got to stay here. We can't go meet up with everybody on the beach. And we literally sat in this fucking front yard of this house while people are walking by us back and forth. It's <laughs> busy as shit. It's 4th of July weekend. We must've sat there for like three hours, just smoking and talking <laughs> and saying to ourselves, Hey, should we go back in? No. Should we go meet up with everyone? No, we can't go past the sidewalk. Fuck. We can't go past the sidewalk. Let's just stay here. And we just fucking say you guys made a border in your head like the fleas. We were that, fucking like the fleas that won't jump past the uh, container that they're <laughs> after they're let out. Yeah. Oh, so Ryan, now you got to tell the bathtub story, dude. Well, Can you hear us yet? Uh, he's muted. Typical. Sorry, what's that? Ghost is saying you got to tell us to do mushrooms and uh, had fun in the bathtub story. Oh yeah, dude. No, I was just I, I I took a decent amount. It wasn't anything crazy, and um, I was taking them for like a week, not straight, but like every couple days I was taking one or like a few, like and, microdosing. Uh, I was like more than microdosing, a little more than microdosing. It wasn't like crazy, but this this night I took more, like I doubled my dose. It wasn't like an eighth or anything. It was just like maybe a gram. You know what I mean? Like nothing mm-hmm. crazy. So, but I uh, I set up this whole bathtub um, to record a podcast in the bathtub. Like I was gonna re- I was gonna sit in the bathtub. I was gonna do video, and I was I had the bubbles in there, and I was gonna record a God, podcast from inside the bathtub. I probably will again at some point, but the footage was not aired because it was just like me. Like it felt like an ocean. Like it really did feel massive. <laughs> When I was in the bathtub, and it, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a bigger dude, so the bathtub's oh typically God. very small, but it felt like it was just like a fucking like infinity pool ocean, <laughs> you know. And I took some pictures before I got in there, and it looked like I was gonna kill myself because it was like all these electronics <laughs> around the bathtub. And luckily, it went it went fine, but there was a serious amount of electronics all around this water. You know what I mean? So it was kind of sketchy, but. Yeah, so there's footage somewhere of what occurred in this during this. I don't even know if it's alive anymore. It might be on one of my thumb drives right there. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was going to be I forget what I was calling it. It was like fucking bath time with Ryan or something. <laughs> I forget what I wanted to say. You got to put that you got to put that in a time capsule, bury it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, God, dude. You just know if the feds ever get a hold of you, Ryan, they put you away. They're going to be using that as evidence on the news. Right. Yeah, this <laughs> guy's not guy in the bathtub. I'll say in like a, a spiritual sense though, that is like a double baptism because I feel like when you take mushrooms and stuff like that, it's supposed to be like a, you know, spiritual leveling up. And in a way, you're doing that with water because every, you know, because before you get into like any like magic rituals and stuff like that, you're supposed to cleanse. So you do your spiritual right. baptism. So essentially, like you're doing that like twice. <laughs> like a double. <laughs> it baptism. was nuts, dude. It was a, it was a crazy. Dude, Ron coming hard with the anyone. mood change on the topic. Wow. So, <laughs> I know. <come> <laughs> Ron, Ron comes no, I mean, in deep. You know, take, <laughs> take the a couple shrooms. Thanks, Ron. You're take right, a couple though. shrooms, get in a bathtub. Take a couple shrooms, get in a bathtub. I it's think nice. I have to now after this. Hopefully Jeez. don't drown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe have somebody, like, kind of be around, you know what I mean? Don't do that shit by yourself. But, yeah, dude, it was a, it was a weird experience for sure. Hmm. I so want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm, I was talking about different ways of propaganda <laughs> while I was just shroomed out. Some <laughs> ways to die. Yeah, I'm we got some- in the bubbles talking about, like, 
So ad hominem is a very effective way to fucking, you know, uh, spread propaganda. And I'm like just looking around. It's just weird, dude. It's the weirdest shit I've ever recorded. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Can we put that on OnlyFans? You'll make money. Oh, man. Right, right. Yeah, if I ever get the OnlyFans going. But. Yeah, how do you guys feel about OnlyFans for podcasters? Is it love the... it? Love really? it. Really? Yeah, I want to get one. I still haven't I gotta been able to get up on fucking... there. Okay. Go ahead. Are you on there, Ryan? No, dude. I can't fucking get approved for some yeah, reason. I can't, they'll, they'll, I can't uh... get approved either. Oh so, shit! Yeah, I can't get approved either. Yeah, no, Have I've been trying, man, but uh, why? <laughs> they'll allow gang bangs, but they won't allow a little uh, 9/11 talk. You know what I mean? What the shit? That's crazy. I had no idea. I thought you are. I thought you already were up on there. Shit. So I, I yeah. have an account, but I'm not able to post to it, and I don't know how to. Hmm. Ask uh, Nico's wife. She's she's really good about that. She's very knowledgeable, and she said, you know, anyone. I don't know if you know Nico. No, upstate unconventional. Uh, uh, I'm I'm familiar with the podcast. I don't. Um, man, I I just listen to the people that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, listen, as Nico, I listen uh, to Ryan, and Post, and Matt, and, and there's so many. I mean, how can you listen to everybody? You know what I mean. I, I try. You know, like uh, I tried to, but you just can't. <laughs> so many. It's hard. That's why I was like, when you were like, "Oh, I love cunt," and I'm just like, "Oh shit!" I didn't didn't realize I was in the presence of a listener of cunt. You're like, "Oh yeah, man, like, I listen to cunt." Yeah, when Ryan first told me about it, I was like, "That's a great concept. I love that. It's good. Good. I, I like podcasters." Coming up with different format shows. Well, like, that I came. That's a that, cool thing. That came from me doing a typo, replying to something Ron from New England said, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we covered this on at, at before it was." No, conspir- he wasn't talking about the name. He was just talking about the concept. Oh, oh, got, well, yeah, like the, the idea of like conspiratorial news show, oh, okay. or just or just or just like a focused show that is different than what you normally do, but it's like a show unto itself. Like, right. I do this supercut show called reality lies damn lies and statistics and then i'll i'll tie i'll title like part one this part two it's the same show and it's not me really talking it's just me arranging a bunch of clips and a big long supercut. but i do it in a way that kind of tells a story right and like this clip connects to this clip and it kind of you know i'm like i'm like doing a show on a topic but i'm not talking i'm doing it 100 percent through clips I, like I think that, it's, I think it's a cool awesome. concept. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so I came up with two ideas. I actually started one of the shows and then I started booking guests and they were watching movies for a second show. One of the people on this panel stole that idea from me. And <laughs> um, the first the first idea that I was going to do and it got stolen from me was uh, was Mystery Science Theater Theater. And uh, thanks, Drew. And then (laughs) you still already existed. (laughs) I I was already in the works of it. And then you guys put it out before me. So I was like, and then you started promoting it. And I was like, how in the fuck, dude, did I come up with the same idea, (laughs) but they were able to get it out right before me. And then to be fair, I think, I think a lot of us in the truther community loved mystery science theater oh fuck yeah dude and why not combine it oh, with- dude, do you guys sling is if sling is your uh streaming service it's on 24 7 you can watch mystery science theater 24 7 on sling i, I prefer i prefer the conspiracy mystery science theater to be honest like drew's yeah. pretty awesome uh i like it better than the original but um 
So yeah, that got stolen from me. Not that it was your fault because you had no idea that I was even doing that. However, Matt from the Great Deception knew damn well that I took over Cosmic Peaches uh, ladies night and went ahead and did it anyway. So now I'm not going to do that anymore either. And I already put out two of those episodes. Oh, your ladies night shit. Yeah, yeah. Now he's doing it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm I'm cutting that out of my fucking (laughs) To be fair. I do a ladies' night maybe once a year, and and we'll I call it something different. Like yeah, just, you don't have to call it ladies' night. I, yeah, I, 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 I called call it. I called it crashing ladies' night. I made a logo for it. I put out two episodes. They were both fire. And then Matt's like, "You can still do it." No, no. Yeah. Is it? Okay. This one's just. I love. I love Matt. And I love Matt, and I love his show. And I'm gonna let him have it. I'm creating. Well, that's friendly stuff. competition, man. Do your own I'm, version. That's no. cool. I'm creative. His is just for Monday Night Master Debaters, though, for ladies' night, though. That's just his normal platform, but with chicks instead of all dudes. Yeah. You know, well, I'd say you really could quite easily thinking, still do what you're doing. His, if you were thinking right That's now. That's why when he put it out, they, them promoting it, I sent him <laughs> the promos that I already made. I'm like, I've already been doing this. Stop. But he. I just uh, gave you a gold mine and you were talking, Catalyst. God chicks with dicks not. Chicks with dicks not. Take- <laughs> Chicks with dicks or they them night. Just do something like that. Their night. You know what I mean? Like something like that. There I you go. I, I won't. It's a fucking gold mine. Or Everyone, birthing people's night. Nope. I can't do it, bro. Like I order a Lyft or an Uber sometimes. And if the guy shows up wearing a fucking mask, I'm like, keep driving. Midget's night. No. Guys will be your biggest fan. I, I would. I, I have no desire to talk to any of these leftist fucking dumbasses because no, I know, but that's yeah. like the, the fucking mesh too. But what Ryan's saying is by saying calling it they them night, you're making fun of it. Yeah, I'm not saying you invite androgynous people only. I'm saying oh. you like invite women, but you call it they them night. Your first uh, guest would be ghost dressed as the crow. And then, and yeah, then your I can show up as uh, Rihanna. You know what I mean? But you know, and then then your tagline is traditionally these are women that are on the show tonight, but we have to call them they them because nobody can explain what a woman is anymore. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) See, I do like the other idea having Ryan come on with maybe like his full on beard and glasses and a blue. I'll tuck my dick back. We'll we'll see. (laughs) Oh, you you don't want me as the crow? It can't rain all the time. Oh, you're definitely coming on as a crow, but I expect I expect a blonde or a, a long black wig and some mascara. Uh, okay. The uh, the catchphrase for the show could the catchphrase could be, "Aren't we all just freaks?" You know, something like that, <laughs> just to make it just real. There you go, freaks night. Well, uh, freaks night. Freaks yeah, each girl's got to do something really like uh, you get you got a prop. You, you like say, hey, everybody bring a cucumber. Oh boy. <laughs> See how far you can go. Attitude era you know, WWE. Like Everyone's Ooh, in their Next thing I know, yeah. everyone's just going to start dressing in drag. We're just... <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Catalyst, drag, you, you can dress up as Gold Dust from WWE. Nice. <laughs> if I knew who that was, I would laugh. Oh, let me see. Let me see if it'll allow oh, yeah, you gotta, me. You got to show a picture of Gold Dust. Right. Was actually so like I'm a big wrestling nerd, so that's... that was kind of like like cool. I don't know. It was weird. Like you know, he was kind of like gay and did this like weird stuff. You're like, but in real life, he his... really was yeah, a super flamboyant character. Yeah. yeah. So I I quit watching when the Ultimate Wrestler quit wrestling. I mean, the ultimate no, you got to show up as the Shocker, the Ultimate right? Warrior. I'm sorry, you guys. That's, right. that's cool. Yeah, show up as the Shocker. 
Do you guys remember the shocker? The yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Two in the pink. Oh, dude. Somebody pull up the shocker. Hold on. I, I, I got to. <laughs> Is the shocker a wrestler? Uh, yeah. Yes. He made a oh, debut. I thought, we were talking about a sex, I thought we were talking about a sex move. Yeah, he yeah, would have been. But no. He made a debut, shocker. but never. <laughs> that was about it. Oh, he hey, would have been guys. a great wrestler. So this was, much, this was gold much, dust. There's gold dust, yeah. How much longer do we have? Uh, Kirby Sneed wants to jump on with us. Yeah, let him in. All right, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send him the link. So, here I'm we- off. It's tavern. I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, we all got the day off tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. But his uh, dad was uh, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and Dusty Rhodes kind of did the same thing. Like, uh, you know that purple? I mean the. Uh, Polka dot, uh, polka dot, yeah, polka dot outfit. Yep. They like Vince McMahon was pissed off at him and made made him wear it as like to embarrass him. And then he, he embraced being, it, like his yeah, his best gimmick. <laughs> and that's kind of like the beginning of Goldust in a way. And now his youngest son, Dustin Rhodes, the American Nightmare, which is a playoff, <laughs> which is a playoff, the American Dream, who his dad was, is uh now now pretty. He's kind of rocking it now in the WWE. Yeah, his, his name is Cody Dude. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, yes. So yeah. speaking of all this old shit, man, I am starting my collection. I have a small collection, but I'm starting to expand on my collection since I have like a job and shit now. It's uh, I, I bought something that was a classic toy from my generation, and I'm going to start buying these more and more often. I am very excited to share with you guys what I'm getting. Very, very much so. So okay. it, I, I'm going to do a video. Cool toys. This shit's cool. Yeah, the old, uh, it was made in 1995. It's a Star Wars toy, but it's not just any Star Wars toy. This is a special toy. Um, found one online for 30 bucks. Had to get it. I'm, it, I'm real talking, to a, guy, talking yep. to a guy who's got shipping containers full of Star Wars toys sealed. Dude, I'll, Dude okay. really? I'll, wow. I'll, I'll show you what I got. I'll show you what I got real quick. Is it the worm? Um, the worm? No. no. It's the micro machines. Oh, uh, I forgot been... about Micro Machines, where they had oh, the fuck... I remember Micro Machines, yeah. yeah and they had Little the... Tiny uh, cars, vehicles. And the... the, the, the... Uh, no. Oh. So what it is, I'll show you. Hmm. Okay, so now what I got, I actually got a complete set. Okay, because usually what you get here is you only get the face. I bought this bad boy right here. Chewbacca face, okay, but it comes with all the little mini figurines. Now let's see if this will pull up, because my internet's slow as shit right now. Well, it looks like you have the tab open right next to it. Micro machine. No, this is to pull it up. Okay, so this is what it is, dude. You buy this, and you open the face, and there's a little scene in there. Oh, I remember these, yes. And it's micro machine, so the characters are super tiny. Yep. Yeah. It's like Polly Pockets for boys. Yeah, Yeah. it's like Marty Max. It's like Star Wars version of that. Yeah, because they had like the Ewoks. They had all sorts of shit. Are you guys yes. old enough? Uh, Ghost, you probably are. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is. Are you guys old enough to remember Mask? Oh, Which yeah. I, I oh, am yeah. for sure. I like loved Mask when I was a kid. <laughs> not yeah, the, dude, not the Mike, That was my shit. It was Mask and Muscleman. Yeah. And, and obviously like Mask. Mask. Mask the cartoon was fucking sweet, too. Yeah, man. I had to say 3PO. That was so cool. As you had kid. C-3PO? Yeah, so what I'm yeah, looking for awesome. next. And the Chewy. It's Endor. Right. What hey, I'm going to do this one, this one, it's an 18 piece set, Drew. Like it has all the, fu- it has like seven Ewoks. It's got like all the different characters. It's got one Damn. of the flyer things. 
How much does it? And, I know uh, this is off topic, but how much does an old Nokia phone, never used, go for? Uh, free five bucks. <laughs> maybe I don't know. So right I now, think probably about a thousand because you can of it. use it as a burner, dude. You can, you can donate it to Goodwill. I'm pretty. Sure. No, I, I think I'm on Ron Ron's side. The there's people out there that would pay big bucks for really? one of those old Why? Nokia's because they were indestructible and the service range was fucking phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah, the name of being than, uh, than being indestructible. Oh, you got to try and get them packaged, Ryan. Get them packaged. I was just going to say, you, you bought the whole set, so that's going to be worth something at some point if you needed to Ooh, flip it at some point. I like that. I mean, I mean, not really, dude. Like, I'm, I'm buying them just to have them. Like, I, the, this was one oh, of the no, only toys that I legitimately remember. But, um, and I didn't buy all the masks, but this is the next one I'm looking at. But I just want to try and find all the pieces that came with them. You got the pit. I mean, dude, what a great. What a what a throwback here! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. great, great nostalgia right there. This this is yeah, right man. around the era. Toys used to be sick. They used to be so cool. Yeah, dude, they they're so much better than that. Like they don't, dude. Like toy stores are going out of fucking business, man, and mm-hmm. it's a fucking shame because young kids out here today are just playing with like it says a lot you know, about technology. Yep, phones and shit. Yeah, man, and and the and the kids are are worse off for it, man. You know when you um, when you were into these, Ryan. I was going as the crow for Halloween. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, Dude, save I some pussy for like the rest of us. Two or three years in a row. <laughs> hey, I mean, look at this. This is what I need to get, actually, because then I can just buy the blank faces. Look at that, dude. dude I, I mean, can't wait to see a video of you talking conspiracies in the bath with your Star Wars micro machines. <laughs> dude, yeah. I'll go crazy, man. And these, I will go and crazy making, with this And making stuff. war scenes with these guys right here. Hey, we're talking yeah, about making my own show. sound effects. We're talking about a new show segment, trying to figure out something that I can do. Ryan, this mushroom bathroom thing might take off. Well, he has to release right. it first. But you have to you have to um, interview guests, and they're also in the bath. Oh, and they also have to do yeah, mushrooms. That was my, I got that for my birthday as a kid. That was such great. Sweet. Uh, that's cool. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I So when I was a kid, I had uh, R2-D2. I had uh, Chewbacca. And I think I had the Stormtrooper. And I know that I had Darth Vader. I did not have this one. But they have like Jabba the Hutt. They got Yoda. They got all of them, dude. And so I'm gonna dude. I'm gonna go back and try and get a few of these. But these are just epic, man. Just love Prepare these. Prepare to be in a cool. beating Look, war. Look, here's the the Millennium What's Falcon that? would be cool too. Prepare to be in a beating war, my friend. <laughs> my, uh, we'll see, yeah. dude. We'll see. I forgot about these. God, my older cousin. These are epic. Dude. His entire Star Wars collection. He was older than I was, and he was. And when he got to high school, he was like, "I'm too old to have these." And he gave me all of his Star Wars toys. I had fun a huge star wars collection but cool. i also have a little brother so i handed them down to him so this I, right here drew that's if you awesome wanna, though you should do that if you really want to pull a big dick move drew you could buy this for 55 bucks you get all these and then you just got to get the little figures i was trying to buy the complete sets though so like you know i have the chewbacca coming it's got all the pieces but uh yeah man you could you you could really just drop your nuts on the table here if you wanted to to flex fifty five <laughs> bucks plus probably like four hundred dollars shipping to fucking Australia. But I was gonna say what? it'd be like one hundred and ten dollars Australian plus shipping. Yeah, Drew, where in Australia right. are you? Victoria. Oh, okay, nice. I've been to uh, Cairns. Right? I've been oh, to no. Cairns twice, and I've been to Brisbane. 
Ah, oh, nice up north. Yeah, <clears throat> on that coast up there. Good times. You ever been to Tasmania? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Yeah, Tassie's awesome. We went really? there on a school camp, and it's by far probably I reckon the best place in Australia to go to. Really cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. Off subject, real quick, guys. I know we're already pretty late into this podcast, but uh, Kirby is jumping on in five minutes. Uh, less than. Oh, he's already in the queue. <laughs> Ghost has already got the queue queued up. But I'm bomb. So I got to pull up. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Kirby. my boy, current up, pitcher guys? for the Oakland A's, Kirby Sneed. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's going on, man? Long, haven't talked to you in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just been chilling. How's the so, uh, guys. How's the season going? Um, it's good. I'm I'm in um I'm in Arizona right now. I uh, started my rehab process, so I'm throwing again. Nice. Happy happy to be back. So should be probably one one to two more weeks before I'm back with the team. So nice. Nice, yeah, we're slowly but surely getting there. Trying to stay so, patient, which is impossible. But I think that's cool good. that you still get to travel, even though you're not like suiting up for the games. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been uh, uh, we've kind of struggled this year, but I mean, I'm having fun, so that's all that matters, I guess. You guys might struggle this year and next year, but as soon as you guys go to Las Vegas, I'm pretty sure you're going to be a world. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll rig it for us. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nice to meet you kirby my name is ryan um dude i gotta i gotta ask a question right off the bat here because i'm a big sounds gambler good. sounds good okay. oh i know it's <laughs> i know it's coming here <laughs> dude i got a system in place here for betting baseball i'm not i'm not like the hugest follower of baseball to be honest like my sport is like mma like that's like what i enjoy watching okay. but I'm a big junkie when it comes to betting. I'll bet basketball, and I hate basketball. I used to play baseball <laughs> as a kid. Um, used to play baseball as a kid and um, just kind of, you know, got out of it or whatever. But I have been getting back into baseball betting, and I have a system, and I want to see what you think of it. If both teams are 0-0 zero and zero going into the bottom of the third, I hammer the under. Is that Does that, does that make sense? No, or is that a no that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Ooh. Makes a lot of, okay. Is that, that because the percentage or the probability that uh, they're going to go over the take you know, score enough to make the over for the rest of the game is small? Is that why that works? No, I would say just for from from my personal experience, uh, starters usually when they give up runs, it's usually in the first couple innings. Mm. Um, so you know. And then relievers, by the time the starters face the lineup three times, when they get through the lineup twice, kind of that third time is when relievers start coming in. So, And relievers right, right. are always sharp and ready to go. So I think that, yeah, that's that's a pretty good bet right there. <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, it hasn't missed. It has not missed. I just parlayed. I parlayed two games. Let's keep this between us here, though. You know what I mean? Like, keep it between <laughs> us and, you know. Because, dude, I have not missed one yet, and I just started doing it this year. I've I've done it probably eight times. I actually just did my first parlay with two games going like that, and it hit two. Like, I have not missed one of these damn bets yet. So I'm going to keep doing it, dude, especially I got your word now. That's a, it's a solid bet. Not saying, you know, it, it won't potentially miss in the future, but I think I'm on to something here. 
<laughs> yeah, if you start if you start losing, just forget everything I said. Yeah, okay. I, well, I, I didn't understand that. a single word anyone said. You might as well be mm-hmm. speaking Swahili. Right. Well, it's kind of like uh, you how guys do we relate have, this to like rugby. You don't have baseball. You don't have baseball in Australia. No. No, mate. We we got cricket. Cricket, dog. The flat bats. Yeah. That's like a, a long, isn't that like an all day thing? It's like a yeah, twelve hour yeah. game. One day is, yep. <laughs> man, that takes a month to finish a game. It's <laughs> like some stamina, man. <laughs> well, they got to fight off all the poisonous snakes and and spiders and and sharks that come up on, on land and walk and try to eat them and you know all that thirty foot crocodiles and shit. Uh, the what the thumbnail jellyfish? There's like a jellyfish the size of your thumbnail that can kill you. Like damn, damn box. <laughs> Oh, box jellyfish. Yeah. Box jellyfish. That's crazy. Drew's like, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, cool. we still swim in the ocean. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys got some crazy shit out there, man. I, I'm, I'm actually, I would be scared to go in the outback per se or whatever. You know, Crocodile Dundee was always like the manly man to me as I was growing up because of, that's a knife. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like. I'm not fucking with crocodiles. I'm not fucking with kangaroos. Like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Kangaroo so you got, grass, you got bears and mountain lions and shit. Like, that's scary. Fucking hell. Yeah, but we, we also have scary. guns. We also have guns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us, yeah, Fair for sure. enough. <laughs> you guys you guys have guns in Australia, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got guns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so people on the the outback. Big misconception about Australia is that nobody has guns. So if you're a landowner or a farmer, you are allowed to own a gun. Or a hunter, yeah. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it's not like nobody has guns out there, but they have very, very strict gun laws. Hmm. But it is it's a very big misconception that Australia is is not a gun owning uh, country. So Kirby, about, uh, would you guys rather get shot or stabbed? Oh, shot! Shot! shot. shot. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to see it coming at all. At like, <laughs> preferably, preferably a large caliber shotgun, so it's a sure thing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't coming back from that. Or like a nicely placed, like uh, you know, bullet between Instant the death. eyes. I think yeah. That's, oh yeah. Instant. That's the, yeah, but I've heard yeah, like honestly, like on Gangland one time, there's that one cop who took got shot like twelve times and had to drive himself to the hospital. <laughs> like he ran inside nice. the apartment, the apartment complex, and was like yelling for help, and everyone just started locking their doors. <laughs> yeah, oh. Every, if I'm gonna go out and, and I'm not gonna say I'm gonna commit suicide, I want someone else to do it for me. I, I want to go out like Bud Dwyer, just put the gun in my mouth and fucking pull the trigger. <laughs> How the fuck did we get here in this conversation? Right. Hey, I don't want to talk We're about this. Like, <laughs> real dog. Kirby's like, so uh, yeah, I, mean, I got like, gun, like getting killed by a gun just seems a lot better than getting killed by <laughs> uh, a knife or like a sword or something. <laughs> Well, we were talking about this before he jumped in. Uh, Kirby, did you have any like childhood toys that were just a shit, dude? I was talking about micro machines, uh, Star Wars micro machines. That was my thing. <laughs> did you have anything? Um, Around like Christmas time of last year, I found my old like the first Game Boy ever invented. Oh, I'm, heck a, little, I'm a little younger than you guys, but uh, yeah, like that that was the shit when I was coming. Original up. Game Boy. Yeah, That's black dope. and white. I had that. Um, so, so I, I was, God, I, I was fortunate about enough. Game Boy shit. 
I was fortunate enough to, I grew up on like a lot of uh, land when I was a kid. My family owned like a uh, cattle farm in Florida. So uh-huh. I was outside a lot as a kid. So honestly, like I was, I mean, I've had like guns in my family since I was like born. So like I, I, I knew. So I then was what was it like a like seven? There you go. I'm right there with you, dude. I we we grew up around guns too. Did you? So then, being outside a lot, was there like a bike, like a Schwinn or some oh, shit? You know, uh, I never there like really a had specific a bike, thing? but uh, um, trying to think. No, I don't. I don't remember like specifically having something that like caught my eye. Um, really. So Kirby, I, I, I was a big skater kid when I was little, so I skated a lot, like just a skateboard and stuff like that. Nothing like too specific though. What about the Heck green yeah. machine? Who had the green machine? The green oh, machine. What the hell is that? Double wheel thing like this, and you go down the street. Oh god, no, we didn't have that. <laughs> Never heard of it. Oh my god, what? look it up. The I'm green machine. Yeah. <laughs> So well, since we got a little skateboard talking here going on, I mean, like, I was going to ask you this actually, Catalyst, when you were talking about skateboards. Dude, pound for pound, the best skateboard team in, like, the early 2000s was almost, right? They had, like, Ryan Sheckler. They had Rodney Mullen. They had some dope dudes. Do you guys think well, or do you it, disagree with me? Yes. But I will say that whoever team Rodney Mullen is on, is going to be the best team there is because right. it's like having Michael Jordan on your team. He invented. So then you didn't disagree with me. You just kind of contradicted yourself. There. I'm saying, as far as a team goes, uh, no, I don't. Don't think, say Birdhouse. I don't think that. No, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh, City Stars. Okay, I haven't heard back of them. In, back in the day, uh, it was City Stars had the dopest video out, and it was. Um, Kareem Campbell was the owner of City Stars, uh-huh. and he, he grew up with um, Chad Muska. And then Chad Muska went on with Shorties, and then Chad Muska started his own team. And then uh, Kareem Campbell started Shorties, or I mean um, City Stars. And City Stars had Paul Rodriguez. It had uh, Justin Case. It had Mike Taylor. Uh, none of these guys, uh, well, other than Paul Rodriguez, none of these guys are really relevant at the time. But back then, they were all uh, just revolutionary skateboarders. They were doing shit that nobody had seen before. It was it was Day One Song versus Rodney Mullen on a constant basis. Okay. And, and they had young kids, like this kid, Justin Case. He was a little shit, dude, because he was actually <laughs> – I was on, I was on the same – Justin Case. I was on the Sounds same like a fake name. <laughs> yeah. I was on the same team as him because I was also sponsored by Chaos Skateboards and so was he. And oh, and so we were on the same team for a while and I hated skating with him because he was a little hothead and like you know like I get mad if I can't land a trick after like four or five times I'm like fuck dude this is getting ridiculous but this kid would like I'll fucking murder you and like throw a skateboard at people and shit. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, take accountability. But no, man, skateboarding was huge in my life, and like I always thought I was going to be a professional skateboarder until I shattered my ankle. But Kirby, <laughs> man, when when you were growing up, so you're out there in the middle of nowhere, and obviously you're a professional baseball player and a pitcher at the and a closing pitcher at that. So obviously, baseball was probably your life growing up, huh? Yeah. No, yeah, soccer yeah. was. 
<laughs> well, I mean, no, other yeah, than toys, huge, it, man. even though skateboarding and stuff. So were your parents like, hey, don't hurt yourself on the skateboard because, you know, we got next season to worry about. Uh, yeah, no, like I'm fortunate because like I had so many friends that kind of grew up in the same situation as me. So we were always outside doing stuff um, like just being outside was a big thing for me. Um, I still am like that to this day, like in Arizona. I'm, I'm going to be here for like a week. So, what part of Arizona? Hikes in. Uh, I'm right in uh, Tempe right now, like right where Arizona State is. I'm, I'm like 20 minutes mm. from Phoenix. Mill Avenue, but, good times. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's I spent some time there back here. in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, like baseball was huge in my life, but I never like let it consume or like, you know, define who I was by any means. Um, I just really enjoyed playing and like, obviously a lot of my friends were playing it growing up. So I just kind of like, you know, I think I, maybe it took it a lot more serious than most of my peers, but um, like, I, I mean, I'm very thankful to still be playing, but I'm just like fortunate for all the friendships and like people that I've met along the way. I think that's kind of where I'm at at this state in my life. Like, yeah, that's good. Just connecting, when... just connecting with people more and just being more aware of like, you know, my, my energy that I spend on certain people. So I think just having that, that, that around me is really nice. And you're... if you're trying to like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say like, if you're trying to like commit to something like so much to be like the best at it, you almost like have to make like sacrifices, you know, like things. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, I'm still making sacrifices to this day. You know, there's a lot of things I missed out on as a kid and even in high school, man, like I, <clears throat> a lot of my friends and stuff were kind of getting, I'm going to say like into trouble or anything, but they were just kind of just like drifting off into other ways. And, you know, as much as I would love to, you know, connect with those people, I just knew that, at the end of the day, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. So I just dedicated my time to that, you know, and I, I don't have any regrets, you know, like, I think that. No, I, fucking I think right where, like, like where, where I'm at right now is right where I need to be. Like, that's where, oh, hell yeah. that's where I, need I think to you be, made some pretty you know, damn where... good choices to be honest. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and... For someone to be a friend, they have to, you know, be happy for you. You know what I mean? Even though they haven't seen you in yeah. seven years, it's like, yo, yeah. Doing his thing. Yeah. Are you superstitious at all? Um, so honestly, I've always had a little superstitious like ways to me and stuff, but now that I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist in the sense, like I really like I there's like a pretty much like I do the same routine before every game, like I do the same like So what about long hair versus short hair? So the day after I cut my long hair, I got hurt. Oh, so oh. everyone! It's kind of like my the Samson in, story. All my but yeah, all my buddies in, on the team were like, "Man, they started calling me Samson," so it was kind of bad. But oh, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I was telling somebody the other day. Obviously, I, I never wish to get hurt. I don't wish to be like you know dealing with pain and stuff like that. But, um, it's not to sound dramatic, but there's like a ton of egos that are in my, my, you know, field of work and, oh, and a lot imagine. of guys who, <laughs> who get caught in caught in a lot of things that truly don't even matter at the end of the day, you know? Um, and so I think just me being heard and observing things and like, I've always been very observant, you know, I, I did a podcast with, with you, you know, and I told, you know, basically 
uh, I play baseball because I can kind of escape the matrix in a bit, man. Like really, like I play baseball. I see a lot of things around me that, you know, are, are pretty fucked up, but, um, you know, I can kind of escape reality for a bit, you know, I can kind of just play and, and just worry about myself and, and worry about on, the game in the next picture. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So like, that's, that's what I'm most thankful for. You know, I don't, I don't try to, I'm not out there trying to impress anybody, but just, just honestly, just trying to help my team win. Like, I don't, I don't think about anything else, you know, like I think the best teams I've been on, you know, like, it's not really like who's doing good and who's doing bad. It's like, Hey, like all these guys are getting along. Everyone likes each other. Everyone's treating each other fairly. Like, um, so I think, I mean, it's, I can go on for days about it, but I think, um, I'm just thankful for a lot of, a lot of things that, and I honestly think that, you know, baseball kind of opened me to the, to the conspiracy world, you know, like it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things that, I knew it didn't make sense in my head. And so I just, like, I've always been curious to figure things out. So here's um, one that I know, uh, do you know, there's, uh, uh, 216 stitches on a baseball. Yeah. Yeah. That has to yeah. do and like the, uh, six times the, six times so six. The, deg- the degrees of the field opens up just like the Masonic compass. Um, and, uh, what else is there? half of the stitches is one Oh eight. And yep. that's what uh, Fibonacci said is because we were talking about the Fibonacci earlier. That's uh, he says 108 represents the wholeness of the universe, right? So the other 108 is essentially like the wholeness of the physical universe, and then the wholeness yep. of the actual just, universe. I mean, you can you can break it down even simpler. Like three outs, you know, three three strikes is an out. Three outs per inning, nine innings. You know, so it's like you know how they have the cube like tilted. Yeah, like the six times six, like that's uh, yep. uh, 100, 108 is um, it's the only you'll see like the cube tilted, right? Because you only see yeah. the hundred and eight. Uh, the other two sixteen is is there, yeah. but you don't see it. Which yeah. breaks down to nine. Nine, yeah, and then uh, the baseball, um, you know, like how it's nine nine innings, <laughs> you know, yeah. and all that, and it's also yeah. and it's uh, what's cool about it is it also shows how like. Um, it's uh, the game of life because the pitcher is just like is basically like the devil and he's throwing shit at you <laughs> and it's up to you to kind of you know well, those... Kirby I guess you're going out there with devil horns next time yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no not not like that but you know what I mean like in the in the concept yeah. of the yeah. yeah and then uh, you're leveling up you know what I mean yeah um, but uh, since Kirby's aware of that, I don't think that he's susceptible to uh, the mind man- manipulation that goes along with it. I, I yeah. guarantee you that you will never see Kirby Sneed taking on the same kind of deals that LeBron James does in throwing up triangles and all the weird <laughs> hand signals. That yeah. he does. No, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys haven't paid much attention to like MLB stories, but um the team that I was with before the Oakland A's was the Toronto Blue Jays. And I don't know if you guys saw, but they just had a pitcher who yes. went on his, just he went out. on his, he went on his Instagram and basically was telling everyone to boycott target. And I don't know, just from my experience in Toronto, man, like they're pretty crazy up there. Like, um, you know, I'm not crazy Trudeau conservative country. or anything but just people are so brainwashed up there that it's it's nuts man it's really mm. it's really bad um 
got to be pretty uh, rough in Oakland too, though, right? California. I mean, um, it, it, it 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 is like the the city of Oakland is pretty rough, but like the team is like I mean, they're kind of pretty based. I'm, I'm I'm very fortunate that they're kind of like to each his own in a way. You nice. Know? Not like whether you feel this way or this way. I think you know at the end of the day, we're all trying to serve the same purpose, and so so you're happier um, there. A lot of Oakland A's fans are also Oakland Raiders fans. And as bad of a rap as Oakland Raider fans get, they are the most loyal. Nope. And yep. Fuck yep. you. And the most <laughs> nope. and the and the most nice nope. to everyone. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. are. Have you ever Ghost been to, have teams. you ever been to the Oakland Coliseum? Ghost. Have you ever been to the Oakland Coliseum? I'm not talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. Nope. They can go fuck themselves. I divorced <laughs> them as soon as they left Oakland. No, I, I can. I can Oakland can, Raiders. I can second that, man. The Oakland A's fans are like so loyal, and I've, I haven't met one that's like, you know, bad. I mean, there's some people that are really maybe bad we need to trade you to uh, Milwaukee so you can get what Green Bay is all about. Well, I was yeah. going to say, too, Ghost, you're in Pennsylvania. Don't even try to say that the Pennsylvania fans are nice. Oh, They're literally them. the worst in the <laughs> they world. They are. <laughs> and I'm, that's why I'm, I'm not a Pennsylvania sports fan. Okay. Drew, is this interesting banter for you? <laughs> I just don't understand half the words. I was like, going to say, I feel like we're in, speaking, in, Greek, in, speaking in, Greek to Drew. In, we got in, somebody in from a different country here that has no idea in base, about baseball. <laughs> in baseball, you hit dingers, don't you? You hit a dinger? Yeah. Yeah. Dingers are condoms here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a dingo on you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's wild, dude. Now, I got, oh, I got to disagree. Green Bay Packer fans are, when it comes to I football, agree. I'm a best. Vikings fan. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you got different loyal fans all around, but I mean, like, I don't know, dude. It seems like every... Uh, Every group of fans thinks that they're the best, right? Like that's oh, kind of how yeah. that goes. I will tell you, just as just as I was talking about people uh not necessarily stealing ideas for shows, but coming up with them at the same time that I did, uh people stole <laughs> nation from the Raiders because there was only sure. one nation. That was the that Raider. That was Raider Nation, yes. And that is because we have fans worldwide. You can't say the same thing for your fucking fans over there in Philadelphia. I'm I mean, not a Philadelphia fan. With every every American team has worldwide. Girl, so who's your fans. team? The Eagles? Oh my! I'm a, I'm an owner of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I didn't He's know. He's a that. CEO, dude. Yeah, I'm a shareholder, dude. God, why does every Packer fan say that? They, no. That's the worst, right? That's what makes them so bad. It's like, man, I own yeah, No, 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 no. I, Some of my best friends are Packer fans. God damn it, Ghost. Now we're going to do this. Now, I, God damn it. Now we're going to fucking do this. Just because you're a fan and you might have season ticket holders or season tickets does not make you an owner of the fucking team. I'm literally, I bought stock in the team. Oh, I'm Shows aware. So did my buddy, and so did my other buddy, right. and so did my other buddy. Because you out here, <laughs> the Steelers will be like, well, I have season tickets, and, and uh, that makes me an owner of the team. No, it fucking doesn't. It just makes you a fucking season holder ticket of a fucking seat. I mean, you yeah, have it's cool how goes? they do yeah. it up there. Hang on, I'll go, I'll go grab it. Hold on. Lambo's <laughs> legendary. It's fucking, I get it, dude. I got to come see a game of Lambo, dude. I do, for sure. I did not even know <laughs> that. That is actually pretty cool. 
Is does being a shareholder really make you an owner though? You're just no, no, no. a smaller slither. It's, just it's a like gimmick. I, I own I own I own Safeway because I'm it a is. shareholder. It's like a fan owned right. yeah thing. Like you can buy yeah you can buy stuff. Yeah, I own uh, Ripple because I have some uh, XRP tokens. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, that's that's it's one of those things, man. But uh, Green Bay Packers, as far as I know, is the only uh, publicly owned team out there. The nice. shareholders have zero say in what goes on. Correct. But, you know, it, it's just one of those things that they kind of did, it seems like. But Ghost is about to show us how uh, how much better he is than all of us here. Yes. I just find it wild that you mark of a Packer go to fan. different cities. Like you start off in one city and then they get sold to another city or they move. That seems yes, so far. That was, me. that was my peril with right. San Diego Chargers When I lived in San Diego. There it so is. Long. <laughs> there it is. That's so, <laughs> That's so Packers funny. incorporated. Nice. Damn, I didn't know we were dealing with a, 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 an officer of a company here. Holy wow. shit. Shareholder. He's junior vice um, president. Legi- I get, oh, I get fucking tickets sent to me every year for the fucking thing. Big deal, dude. Yeah, I am. So that's funny, one of, dude. One of the things that Kirby said the the first time, or I guess you've only been on my show once so far. But when Kirby was on my show, he told me that the MLB commissioner is okay. is basically chosen, like, and nobody has a say in in it. And I'm wondering if NFL is the same way. Maybe with like maybe sure. with some teams, I know with Green Bay, the shareholders actually get tickets. I get them every year. That we can go out and vote for the new president, whatever. Most shareholders yeah, that's, just that's keep voting the cool, same actually. fucking thing. You know what I mean? Okay, let whoever fucking keep doing it. But that they're the only team that does it. Hmm. I don't know much about that. Kirby, do you know if the NFL fucking does the same thing? Uh, I would. I think. I think they do. I think they do. Um, it's kind of funny. I actually, during the COVID season, I actually went back to school. Um, I was drafted after my junior year, so I never finished college at UF. But I actually went back to school, and I took a class where they basically talked about how like the NFL owners have basically manipulated this, like each, how each season turns out. It was kind of weird that a college was teaching basically conspiracy stuff, but Hmm. um, yeah, they basically were teaching about how um, the owners basically promote, like for example, Roger Goodell, who is the, the, the uh, basically runs the NFL how they basically like in the media, it's kind of like, you know, just like certain stories that they push out for people and, and want them to see. So that I mean, they basically like positively push him out when really behind the scenes, he's probably doing things that are, you know, I mean like for our, 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 uh, Rob Manfred, the guy who runs the MLB. I mean, like he's strictly about the owners making as much money as they can. He doesn't care about the player. Like, and, and I'm not the only one that'll tell you that, you know, um, yeah, so I do think that they do. They do choose who they want. Oh, um, they have to. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really yeah. feel like it's a big negotiations. You know, it's 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 another George Carlin thing where it's all one big club and you ain't in it. But in this mm-hmm. club, I was just gonna say, don't I you got to like be in the big club out. to be the yeah. head of the NFL? Even position. Even Donald Trump tried to get an NFL team and they wouldn't let Jets. him. Know. 
So he's not he's not even exclusive enough to own a team. Well, it, well, it, that's the thing. I, I think that that's all, dude. Like, if you're gonna go down that like route, I think that that was all meant to be part of something to where they would say that, right? Like, right. Donald Trump's an outsider. He's not a fucking outsider. He's never been an outsider. He is as elite as it gets. But they they do these little things here and there. I think. I mean, dude, like the foresight of these people is insane you know what i mean like they see they plan 100 years in the future 200 years in the future um the whole uh-oh well he froze so um what i was going to say to that He's is if it wasn't planned or or negotiated why would you have two quarterbacks one brett Favre and two aaron Rodgers, only ever getting one ring but you have someone like brady that gets propped up on a fucking pedestal and has how many fucking rings? Well, that's because his wife was Correct. a witch and was uh, doing witchcraft right. in order to help him win games. Right. But hands down, I'll put I'll put in 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 the in each one's prime. I'll put Brett Favre over him. I'll put Aaron Rodgers over him any day of the week. And that's not just because I'm a fucking fan. It, they, they, to me, it, you get in Brady's head. He, he got rattled. He was only good because they put talent around him. That's what I'm saying, dude. I was telling people all this all the time because people were having this conversation whether Peyton Manning or or this talentless fuck was the better quarterback. And I'm like, the only way that Brady is as good as he is is because they give him eight seconds to throw the fucking ball. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can throw the ball to somebody in eight seconds if you give me eight (laughs) seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys heard about the scripts thing in like basketball? No. I've seen these videos going around where they're asked a question and it's like, oh, it's part of the script. That's the way it was scripted. And it's like, wait, what? What do you mean the script? Oh, yeah. I think I have seen something about that. Yeah. I wonder what that's all about. I don't think that basketball is completely scripted. Uh, I think it's kind of what Kirby says as as far as like baseball. It has they have way too many games for every single one of them to be rigged. But I think the important ones are rigged. Yeah. I I listened to a podcast one time where this guy. Did it stick a, a flute in your pussy? Did like years of research. I forget the guy's name. Well, they kind of put it out there that they have the Harlem Globetrotters, right? They have literal theater for you, so why wouldn't they just do it in other games on occasion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I'd rather watch the Harlem Globetrotters, Fuck honestly. yeah. I, I got to see them when I was theater. little. <laughs> I, I actually turned off the NBA Finals last night because I was like, this is not even entertaining to me. God, I haven't watched <laughs> basketball since Jordan days well i wasn't yeah me too honestly but since i'm in sacramento and the kings actually made a playoff uh appearance i was like oh i'm gonna pay attention and see what's going on and i was just excited that lebron and the lakers didn't get into the finals so right what what were you and i talking about Uh, the nuggets and the suns are in it and there has to be some kind of the nuggets and the uh heat or the heat um there has to be an occult reference there some way, somehow. Well, gold actually is a reflector of heat. Right. That's yeah. Space shuttlecrafts and stuff like that. So, no, right. That's yeah, assuming we space is like... real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were trying to think of all that kind of shit. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, dude. It's weird that these, uh, 
Because, you know, a lot of people were thinking it was going to be the Celtics and the Lakers again. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, neither one of those teams got in. Um, this Jokic dude is, has been, you know, getting just like kind of disrespected the whole season. Like he wasn't the MVP. That um, big white guy? The giant white dude. Yeah. Dude, he's still, amazing. Wait, I, I've never walked across the NBA now. Yeah. Right. No, dude, yeah. I, I've I've never heard of this guy because, like Brian said, I quit paying attention. Or Ghost said I quit paying attention to basketball, but I did start watching during the playoffs occasionally. And dude, that that fucking big ass white guy is incredible. He's good, dude. Yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, you got people like on the on the Heat, like Butler and stuff like that, that are that are very good too. So it's just interesting. They're they're so already trouble. painting. They're already painting the picture that uh, Jokic is going to be the 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 MVP and like you know all this stuff. So it seems like the Nuggets should win, but and for that reason, I think the Heat might pull it out of their ass, dude. Not one person is saying that the Heat's going to win this. So to me, that's really interesting. Like from a betting perspective, you well, know, didn't like the, LeBron play for the Heat at one point? Yeah, yeah. for a little while. Yeah. yeah, he was number six for the Heat too. That's how he. Yeah, yeah. But, well, there's that so, video going around where he's like, I, you know, I've always liked the number six. My daughter was born on the sixth. So and so happened on the sixth, and then I was yeah, number his, six. For the his heat. oldest son ding, was ding, born ding. in the sixth month. <laughs> yeah, June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that Kirby? So it's like yeah. the dude literally makes three six references in a single video yeah. as he does this all the time. Woo-hoo. I listened yeah. to a podcast a while back about basically how the refs are. I mean, like. And I can tell you just from baseball, like the umpires, it's like a secret society there. I mean, like, right. You can't question, you can't question anything they do. You can't, you know, it's like, so I think that there, that's a secret society there that, hmm. you know, especially in these finals, they meet and they say, Hey, here's what they want. Here's who they want. You know, it's just, it's tough, man. It's, it's like, that's gotta oh, be, shit. that's gotta be, it's, I, I say because you're trying yeah. as hard as you can to win well, a game, it's, and it's rigged. Like, against you. like sports are just like life in general, man. Like like everyone is fighting to get to the top and be the best, but you have these people that control every aspect of your life, just like the government. Like the umpires control your life, the owners control your life, the GM controls your life. Whether you get to do this or that, how much money you make. You know, it's just like it, it, and obviously, like I'm not saying that we're misfortunate because we're not. Like I, I'm very fortunate to be in the situation I am. But it's just that when I look around and I see life as it is, it's like there's so many things that people think, oh, like like people simply wake up and they're like, oh, we're free. Like, no, we're not. Mm. Like, you know so what it, I mean? Like, there's a lot of days that, like, well, shit, you simply just want wow. to do something. Like you have to have a permit for it. You have to do this. You have to make sure it's okay. You have to take your shoes off in the airport. Like, come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's how I see it. Which is funny because you are, you are in one field of sports that is part, you know, bread and circus. Okay. But being inside that, you have your own bread and circus that you have to fight, fight through, which is crazy. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something. And that's that, that's one thing I notice at games too, bomb. man. Like people people treat it like people treat their sports teams like it's life or death, man. Yeah. And like at the at the end of the day, like whether the A's do good or not, like even my life, it does not affect my life at all. If I do well, then that's like that's perfect for me. Like I'm setting myself up. But like at the end of the day, it does not change my life at all. I still go home. I'm the same person. 
I deal with the same battles. Like, and but people treat like. I remember I actually went to an Eagles game this off season, and I remember like a section beside me, like these two people are getting in a fight, and I remember telling my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, I'm like these two people have no idea what's going on in the real world, like what's going on in the outside society. They don't know how much they're getting fucked. They don't know like like forty percent of their income is going to God knows what, like. They have no clue, and they're sitting here fighting over sports when I know for a fact that nobody on that field gives a fuck about either of those two people. Yeah, and they're fighting each other for it. Yeah, like that's that's that like that. Sitting right there, the programming, man. Oh man, it's terrible. Gotta be part of it. And all these different that ravenous behavior is effective. The fact that the players are are out there to play their game, right? And And yeah, the fans are awesome. If you're on a team that has a great fan base, of course that feels good, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't care about those fans individually. If they if somebody yeah. streaks across the field, I it's all symbolism. Them, it's all know? symbolic. I don't, I don't I don't have anything against them, but like they have their life, I have mine. You know, like I we can interact, we can do whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like you have to take control of yourself. I have to take control of my life. You know, it's just. I don't know. It's, I really, uh, there's a lot of days that I'm like, what the hell is actually it's almost like apathetic, right? Yeah, no, it is. Like Like it's a lot of people, man. It's just, they're so, I've just realized that there's a lot of things that people waste their energy on that they don't, we don't need to waste any energy on anything. Oh, Totally. That's what's People so interesting, even... dude, is that, you know, like you, you, the way that you're mentioning that, like, you know, these fans that love certain things, love these teams, right? I always say that the opposite of love isn't hate, it's apathy, right? The, the If you're hating somebody, you're taking some kind of feeling towards them. If you're apathetic, that is literally the opposite of loving something. So it's just such a yin-yang type situation that... Good point. It's, yeah. in, it's in all kinds of different... Mm-hmm. organizations it's not just sports dude like every single one of these things has like that pyramid aspect to it like the 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 seal that's on the back of the dollar right you've got this pyramid and that capstone's missing right there's some sort of entity in any kind of pyramid scheme that's separated from that highest level that you can think of so the highest level and and, and we'll use football Our alien overlords wanna... right well maybe i mean who knows maybe a big lizard I, i'm just saying like you know at we'll use football just so that we don't keep pounding this baseball thing home. Like, you know, there's somebody above Roger Goodell, right? Like there's somebody above that and people don't really know who that is. So who, who's the one that hired Roger Goodell? Obviously we, from what I understand, all the owners have to approve of Roger Goodell to be there, but who puts him there? Who's he connected to? Who is he talking to? Because it's not the owners of these teams. The fans pay the players, the payers play the coach or pay the coach. The coach pays the owner. The owner pays the commissioner. And then the commissioner pays someone that we don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they I'm get sure. them all paid. I'm so sure it's like it down to three letters. <laughs> right, right. But it's just interesting, man. It's not just in sports. It's not just in any kind of society. It's in society as a whole. And yeah, man, that's a, that's an interesting concept, but it is literally like, uh, I like that idea of like, yeah, you know, the players, they don't, they don't hate the fans, obviously, but they don't 
love the fans. They don't know the fans. They're just like, oh, yeah, dude, like, thank you for the support, right? Uh, I can tell you, to, like, yeah. they, they, use so, they use so many things to, like, for example, I was, I was telling this to uh, somebody. Like, last year we had to stand. We're on the field. We're standing there for the anthem, and then they obviously, like, moment of silence for Ukraine. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. It's just like they they use sports to push out so much things because they know people will pay attention to it and they yeah, know people yeah. will see it and people will do this and that. You know, and of course they do it on opening day, which is our first game of the season, which is where everyone is watching, everyone is ties their TV on, everyone is tuned in, and then they just push out exactly what they want. So now, you'd say you think that Ghost as an owner of Green Bay Packers would be able mm-hmm. to push some good agendas, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah you'd hope <laughs> so. Come on, but, come on man. <laughs> These are the yeah. kind of people that own this show. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to eventually attend one of those uh, shareholder meetings. <laughs> I wonder what those are like. That that would be interesting. Just you should just go attend one of those just to see what they're all about. Is there I, even a meeting? I bet you, you yeah. don't get yeah, it's in, uh, information it's, at all, brother. I bet you. <laughs> It's in July. I I think it's like towards the end of July. And one of the big reasons, it, that's the busy time um, for my trade that I, I work in, the building trades, is summer. Everybody's building, everybody's putting roofs on, siding, whatever, installing windows. So I never made the time to take vacation and go. But you go and you sit in the stands. They they're, they're have their shit out, you know, kind of. In a podium, you know, you vote yay, nay, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you get a tour of the field, the stadium, and what have you. But I don't know. I just... Gay or nay, there's a great gay show or, title. Gay or nay. Gay or nay. Gay or nay. <laughs> gay or nay. <laughs> gay or nay. <laughs> we'll call it gay. gay or nay. We'll call it gay. <laughs> All right, sorry, fellas. I'm going to jump off. I'll catch you next time. Nice to meet you, Andrew. Nice to meet you, Kirby. And nice to meet you, I'll man. see Thank Ryan, you. Catalyst, and Ghost Ron next time. All right, man. I couldn't let Andrew be the only one looking cool on this motherfucking thing. Part of the shtick, man. Yeah. So ghost, I'm curious, how much did you uh, have to pay to actually be a shareholder? It was What's the- for one share was $350. Okay. So- <laughs> So you have no say. Share, huh? <laughs> no, I have I have a say, but the uh, the maximum amount of shares any one person can hold is twenty one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so how does anybody hold any controlling shares? Like who? That's the who point. Actually, that, they don't. That's the point of the the, the shareholder. It's just a Not great one well-ran scam. Is yep. what it is. Not yeah. any one person can own <laughs> the team. <laughs> That's so funny. You should just sign up for a bunch of different aliases, Ghost. Well, just buy several shares under different names. I would, but oh, they only put them up every... The only reason I got it was because they were doing renovations, and to help pay for the renovations to Lambeau Stadium is that they put some shares up for sale, and I was lucky enough to get it right at the last... I think there was like two weeks left, and I, I, I bought one. So I, I couldn't even tell you when the next time they'll even offer shares up. For sale. Do they do they change in price? Like, do they go up and down? Like, I'm sure like, they. If you want to sell it? Uh, no. Uh, if I want to sell it, I think it. I think it's. Cause I'll buy it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck that. Imagine <laughs> like I'll, I'll it buy it. A... 
is it just a piece of paper though honestly or are you just that's what all shares are for a piece of paper pretty much i mean it's just a piece of paper um i bought it the back idea in of it's cool yeah the idea of it's cool i bought it back february 10th 2012 um but i think <laughs> if i sell it i only get what i paid for it well so have you guys heard of this thing called prediction strike <laughs> no i don't know if Kirby, you might be on it actually. Prediction strike. It's a uh it's like buying uh like shares in athletes. I've heard. heard of it, but I, yeah, I've never like um looked into it at all. Well let's see if Kirby's on there. All right. Are you looking it up, Ghost, or am I? You are. My computer. <laughs> My computer. <laughs> so what it's what exactly is prediction strike? It's an experiment. <laughs> it's like uh it literally is an experiment of some kind. It's it's interesting though, and it's really cool for combat sports. Like that's where it really is big. Um if Kirby's on injured reserve right now, though, would he even show up on there? I I don't know. I don't even know if uh if like team sports really fit into it because basically what it is, it's like it's it's you know, hypothetical share prices of different. Well, let's see if well, let's play the uh, play the promo video here. Let me make sure I share my sound, share my screen. You can see what Prediction Strike is. I am a shareholder in Prediction Strike. Enter promo code DWP. And no, I'm just kidding. Imagine like I'm like fucking sponsored. <laughs> but yeah, here, check this out. This is what it is. Let me know if you can hear it. Welcome to Prediction Strike, yep. the world's first fantasy sports stock exchange where you can get closer to the game than ever before. How does Prediction Strike work? It's simple. Make an account, deposit real money, and use that money to buy and sell shares of your favorite athletes. What the fuck? You build what the fuck? And hold those shares as long as you want. One game, one season, or forever. The choice is yours. Or Stop forever on two factors. First is whether the athlete beats or misses their fantasy projection. If the athlete beats their fantasy projection, their share price will increase. Second is whether other users are buying or selling shares of that athlete. If a ton of people get excited about an athlete and start buying up shares, the price will increase. It's that simple. Do you wish you could have bought stock in Tom Brady or LeBron James during their rookie years? Do you already know who's going to break out this year? Do you want to become literally invested in your favorite athlete's journeys? No matter what, Prediction Strike is for you. Start investing in what you know and join Prediction Strike at PredictionStrike.com or download the app now. It pays to be a fan. So it's basically, I think that somebody created this and it's a genius idea for people that are like, like I, I haven't bought one damn thing from this because it does seem like kind of like a like a pyramid scheme in a sense. But um, you know how people get invested in their teams. They get invested in certain athletes, like, you know, in their head. This oh, is yeah. just a way for people to actually be like, no, dude, I'm actually invested in this guy. So it, it's interesting. I think it's a brilliant idea, and it's very, like, fun if you're, like, a millionaire. But, uh, yeah, this is um, – yeah, you got LeBron James, Tom Brady, Steph Curry, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Those are the big ones. But I'm trying to see where you can search athletes – because I see a lot of UFC people in this, and this is why I know about it. I think you might have to sign up. Okay. I'll sign up right now. I'll stop sharing and uh, let you get to do your thing. 
No, it's very, it's very interesting, man. It just, it sounds, it just sounds like another, uh, take your money scheme. Honestly, <laughs> of course. I don't see what the benefit of this is. Like how, how would you, it says put your own money in, but how, how are you gaining any revenue from this whatsoever? Yeah, I don't think that you are. Um, well, well, that's the thing. Like I've, I've actually seen, um, like Ian Gary, uh, he's a UFC fighter, uh, kind of, you know, uh, debutante almost like, I think he I think he deb- debuted like a year ago. Thank you. And, um, or maybe two years ago. Yeah. And he's pretty dude's, badass. Huh? He's pretty badass. As a she like Ian Gary. I, I, I do like him. Uh, you just got a beer with no tit shot. I know. Yeah. I, I was, I would have shown you guys, but you know, it's <laughs> not that exciting. It's a but no, joke. so what what it is though dude is that you know this this dude he jumped up in price i think his shares were like let's say it was two bucks and then he went up nine percent so he went up 18 cents right after he knocked out daniel rodriguez um this is kind of what it goes off of. like they told you like it you know it's uh, theoretically the shares go up right it just to me it seems like it's like idiocracy dude it's like you know like like uh, People are just, I don't know, sports is always a fucking thing. But it's to me, it's interesting that that people are just uh, actually literally investing in players. Um, there's these things called gambit tokens, too, where you can take loyalty points from different things that you are a member of, and you can turn that into betting currency, and you can actually win real money based off of just loyalty points from a certain company, right? So all that kind of stuff is is interesting, man. The whole world of gambling and betting on sports is growing rapidly. Like, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. That's because gambling is of the devil. Well, it's a oh. fucking blast too. It's a really <laughs> good time. It's a good blue pill too for people <laughs> dive deep into fucking dark shit and need something to take their mind off of. Things. Oh, absolutely. That's yes. what it takes me. I remember I, I, uh, on the cruise, right? Like. I was all telling my girl, like, oh, we're going to budget and this and that. I'm not going to spend any money. <laughs> and I, I would play on, like, the quarter machines. or like, you know what I mean? I ended up, like, winning, like, 200 bucks. And I went straight for the most expensive machine <laughs> that I looked over and saw the jackpot. And I was just, like, taken over like a zombie. And I went over there. I'm, like, doing, like, $5 bets. And uh, she's looking at me. She's like, are you playing that? She's like, stop. I'm like, no, one more, one more. And then uh, afterwards, like I ended up stopping, and, and I, I thanked her. I'm like, yeah, I was. I was <laughs> That's <laughs> I was how quick like, you turned into an addict. Was like yeah. fucking two minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I won two hundred dollars. I got to play more and more and more and more. Yeah, Ron, it takes I, you, man. It Ron, takes I've you. been wondering this whole time, bro. Should I be jealous of you? Are you in like the most hot boxed room I've ever seen? <laughs> I was thinking the same box? thing. <laughs> it's my uh, city phone. This guy is smoking more weed than I have been <laughs> fucking smoking to get high. Well, his last name is Weed. Yeah. Is that really your last name? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I had to deal with him my whole life. You know, at first I used to get mad, like when people would say it. You know, like, because I, I, you know, I didn't know what it was. But uh, yeah, we, we had a connection. <laughs> You, you finally embraced it. You're like, well, fuck it. You know, with a name like Weed, it's kind of like Smuckers with a name like Smuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny though because it's a uh, it it's like old Dutch or something, and it means like fury. 
and it was uh the weed name comes from people who are who are like grumpy (laughs) (laughs) so it's like the opposite of what like weed is now you know means now that's funny dude well guys i got 10 minutes left before i gotta jump off is there any cool conspiracies we can jump into for 10 minutes Fuck, I, mean, I don't know man, off I'm the really, top of my fucking uh, head. We can look on above top secret. Well, I was thinking, dude, like, I don't know okay. if you guys, you know, going back to the iceberg well that I was fucking around with, there's some weird ads. Like, there's some old-fashioned weird ads that, that are out there. <laughs> um, we can play one. Let me actually see. What was that? What I was can... that? Uh, it was That's popular cool, in the I'm 90s. Down I'm down with that. Was it finger blasters or something like that? Yeah, those are that was a fake thing. Oh, was it? Yeah, because I was like, man, I don't remember this. That sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's what the whole apparently, like Ryan said, it was it was uh, a fake commercial, but it was made to look like the '90s, and it was like, remember those? Uh, you had like those little cracker sticks, and you could dip them in chocolate or or even cheese or whatever, and it was kind of like a play on that, and. This oh, yeah, were those, like, Choco or something like something that? Something like that. And this Crocodiles. Yeah. And this commercial was like, well, you know, I, I'm only okay with one. Then you try two. I'm not ready for three. It, it was fucking weird. Right. It was fucking weird. But- so check check this one out, okay? this I found a couple. I'll show you guys a couple. I actually did this on an episode today talking about these. I got to release it tomorrow, though, because I'm way too tired. But... Um, this is called Little Baby's Ice Cream. I don't know if you guys have seen this ad before. Anyone familiar oh, with Little Baby's man, Ice Cream? Know. Never it's heard of it. Piss me off. Not at all. Yeah, it, it will absolutely piss you off. It's very interesting. It's not like uh, you know. Uh, I mean, it's fucking weird. Uh, let me know. Uh, if you can hear uh, okay, that's wow, weird. Right out the gate. That. Yeah. Just so that. What the fuck am I looking at? Here we go. That's can you hear it? Yeah. A little bit. Reason for my is this rhythmics chick? And how I shine. And how my pores are so clean and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to buy ice cream after seeing that? <laughs> I eat little baby's ice cream. Fucking eyes, dude. <laughs> keeps me light on my feet. I spring from activity to activity. I love my job. I love my life. When you eat little baby's ice cream, you'll wink and nod and hug and high-five each other with great enthusiasm. This <laughs> what in the actual... Weird, right? That did not make me mad. I'm just like, what the fuck did I just watch? That was more disturbing than weird. two girls in one cup. Right, but the you, thing is... He was eating his what, head. If you listen to what every like everything that he was saying, and I'll, I'll show you a couple more ads here, he was saying like, "There's a reason that my skin is so nice. There's a reason that I've got like energy yeah. oh. because I eat. It's because I eat little baby's ice cream. Very weird. And that's an actual company. Uh, Somehow they got like thirty thousand followers on uh, YouTube. Bernese propaganda right there. So right. little baby's ice cream, oh, uh, a reference to Adrenochrome. Holy shit. Ooh, yeah. But check this one out. This is fucking dark, too. This is a Smokey the Bear commercial from 1973. Holy shit. Super, super weird. Watch this one. 
I know a place that's peaceful and quiet. A place where animals play. It's called the forest, but every year we start forest fires. A careless match, a cigarette, and poof, fire. So dramatic. And next time you're in the forest, be extra careful, okay? <laughs> if you knew it was me, would you have listened? So it was Smokey. What it was the Smokey the fuck? Bear. Addictive programming, dude. Dude is wearing a fucking human mask. Biden. Right? Not human. So I just tried to go on littlebabiesicecream.com. Or no, it's crazy. It's littlebabies.com, right? I, I wouldn't I, I would not, would not even that. Google anything. <laughs> I already did. And it says 403 forbidden access is denied. You do not have permission to view this directly. Yeah, that's Larry Page telling you to fuck off is what that is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. It, it's uh it's a it's a legit company. It's actually, you know, a, a real thing. Um pretty weird. I'll show you this last one and then we can, you know, go somewhere else. But this is uh a commercial from the Sandy Hook Promise. And this is a <laughs> This is a hell of a commercial. I don't know if you guys remember this one, but this is a very interesting one. Yeah, here we go. Um, This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school. These colorful binders help me stay organized. Teacher locking the door. These headphones are just what I need for studying. These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. Oh, shit. (laughs) Must have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. Hey, what what the? the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? This has to be made after the fact. Of course it is. It's, it's the Sandy Hook Promise. These new socks? You see how much this raised? $3,191,000. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. And that's good propaganda, boy. Holy right. shit. Wow. Effective. Oh, Effective. Yeah, it's incredibly oh, well done propaganda for sure. Uh yeah, that's uh that's interesting that one video only raised that. You'd think that they'd raise a lot more, but um yeah, dude. That's it, not CIA. Dude, what <laughs> man, it's yeah. stuff like all these kids getting new, a, uh, new items and stuff, you know. I was talking to some people a while back. I don't know, Catalyst, I don't know if you're if you're on either, but uh I actually played with a kid that went to the the, the school shoot the high school in Florida that got shut up in like twenty twenty, maybe? Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen. Um so Oh, where David Hogg was there. Yeah, Broward. Uh Hillary so County. Hillary Clinton was at the school the week before the shooting. And Imagine the teacher that. the teacher of the students who were apparently shot uh she is now living in like a five million dollar home in miami mm. hmm. yeah because teachers yeah. make a lot of money i mean yeah, this teachers, is how you especially, sell yourself. especially in florida like their their annual salaries are like forty thousand. so like that tells you everything you need to know and, and when people yeah. say yep. false flag and, and and everybody's like oh that means nothing ha-. no that means they brought in a whole bunch of fucking crisis actors stage something to make it look fucking real just like they did with the moon fucking landing that, that everybody Texas still suit, fucking the, believes 
Yeah. I don't know, Ghost. I don't know, <laughs> Ghost. I think there are some actual casualties at these events. There, there. Honestly, there could be. And to to go off the the back, but do I do a callback to the is, whole fucking uh, uh, pumping testosterone into to women, uh, young girls. They're right, right raging and fucking don't don't know what to fucking do because they're a they're girls and they're pumped full of testosterone. Yeah, they're gonna fucking freak the fuck out just like. A guy doing, you know, male steroids and lifting weights, he's going to yeah. fucking roid rage. I understand that there's crisis. Those are depressants, man. Like, they yeah. get, like, so fucked that, up. That, too. Things. That's SRIs, right? Big, big pharma. Exactly. exactly. And that's another thing that the mainstream doesn't like to report on is how many of these so-called mass shooters are hopped up on pharmaceuticals and have mental illnesses. Just, uh... Maybe it, it was me of maybe, Huxley. Yeah, maybe it was uh the handy shook uh shooter uh that was mentally disturbed and li- it, it stole his mom's gun. Was that was that who, who we're talking about? Was that the same person? Well, that was one person, yeah, because that was that that they, whole story if you if you try to depict that what they say happened in that timeline and then and then look at the people involved and the person it's another patsy is what it is. Right. And he could have actually fired live rounds, but um, you know, like we all know that MK Ultra is a very real fucking thing, and that they have these sleepers. So, yeah. you well, know, dude, with worried, the Texas shooting, sometimes that I'm a sleeper because, like, I have, I have fantasies about knocking Joe Biden the fuck out. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, wow. I wouldn't kill anybody, but I I wouldn't mind fucking giving him a, a knuckle sandwich. Well, you're My the favorite. wrong color, and you don't have a Nazi flag in the back of your U-Haul. Yeah. Oh, One of yeah, my favorite things is when uh, when Sam Tripoli talks about he'll like he'll fight people for charity. Oh yeah, He's like I will literally fight. I, I will, you know, fight yeah, people I, for pay per view, and they can go to some charity or whatever. You know, I, I think we should actually make that happen. It, that should yeah. happen. Okay. We we should put like uh, people that are against what's going on against these uh, people that are pushing this woke bullshit. Oh, put them in a cage match, man. Yeah. Let's put them in. A I would fight Sam Tripoli for charity. I, I mean, I said that. You know, I, I'm willing, <laughs> Kirby, very much, a, to fight Sam Tripoli for charity. You're not aware of this. I love right. Sam Tripoli. However, Ryan Dean and Sam Tripoli have beef with each other. So, really, no, not really, not really. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, dude. If, if we're talking about pushing propaganda, well, he, I, I actually hit him up. He he uh, hit me up on Instagram a while back, and uh, he sent me his number and told me to text him. He never answered me back, so careful. Oh, man, a little salty uh, about that. I have some experience with Sam Tri- Tripoli too, man. Like you know, during the whole Q time, I was on like Twitter and stuff, and I've never talked about this on the podcast, but I was on like Twitter, and, and I was like, you know, uh, Sam's actually like retweeted some of my tweets on my account before because I like, yeah. and. Uh, all that and i know he's seen my stuff but i started talking about my personal experience <laughs> and this dude he he like completely ghost ghost me ghost uh um uh like he started like deleting his accounts and stuff like that and then even uh what's his name that guy uh i can't he's remember say it, mark steves i hate no no uh but um <laughs> and and like uh I he I even sent him like some stuff about my dad, about the whole like 
the man, the myth, the legend. And at like literally, because I was a listen, I was a listener of his. He started saying that on the show. So I'm like, and uh, somebody else came on like talking shit. I can't I wish I knew his name, but he's got his own thing too. But yeah, I think I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say it here I, I right he might now. Be controlled opposition, dude. I don't know. I, That's I don't know. If, if you got birth and ba- listen, if you got birth and baby hips, you ain't winning a fucking fight. You ain't winning shit, bitch. <laughs> I mean, Are you talking like, to me? No, Jeez. no, 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 I'm not. Like, I, 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 people, like, I can fucking throw hands. I know dude. that. That's what I was trying to allude at. <laughs> yeah, man. Just like no, Donald Trump uh, ain't gonna win a fight. He <laughs> kick him in his birth maybe. Triple on Rogan. That rem- that makes me feel like he's no because up. they were old friends. They oh, they they, okay. they worked at the comedy store together. It's not like uh, so. It was like Triple was like <clears throat> the low totem pole at the at the comedy store. However, he was good enough to where they weren't going to get rid of him because he was bringing in a crowd and he had like the greatest comedy show ever, uh, which was the show he was running at the comedy store for a while. And what was it? Comedy chaos or some shit like that. So uh, yeah, they- I know where, you, where you're going, but I'll tell you the real story after. Okay. So they kept him around. It's not like he was a part of the gang. Um, this is from what I've heard. And uh, Rogan actually doesn't even really like Sam Tripley that much. However, his appearance on there wasn't very great. However, he has a soft spot for him because of their mutual friends. Well, yeah, it's kind of like you you have that one retarded friend in high school and you don't want to see people pick on him. But he's, you know, he's kind of okay, but, you know, deep down, he's just fucking retarded. (laughs) So Brian Callum, like you were about to mention, his dad literally worked. He was a lawyer for the Council on Foreign Relations. Like, this is a fact. Ooh, so he's got a that. show. Crazy. I think Brian Callen is CIA. No, he's not. His dad was literally his dad. His I mean, you can look this up on Wikipedia. It's on. Well, either. Brian even talks about it, right? Yeah, he talks about it all the time. That his dad. He's like, yeah, my dad was a lawyer, and it's like, yeah, it was like for the Council on Foreign Relations, the CFR, right? <laughs> and also, you look wow. into there. Look up this guy, Matthew North. He talks about the whole situation that actually goes on. Now, Matthew North is not alive anymore. He supposedly killed himself after talking about the whole comedy store Rogan situation. It's it's a cult. It really is a cult. And they ran it a certain way out of there. Um, look it up, dude. It's it's fascinating stuff. This is where I learned about Russian cosmism um, was from this kid, Matthew North. That's, you know, passed away, uh, supposedly killed himself again. Um dark shit and and actually when i you know i I don't want to get too much into it here but yeah dude it is to me that what matthew north was saying was a hundred percent legit and this is why he he's not here anymore look Hmm. i i I love i love you ryan and i love you ghost and i understand that you guys have your beef with them now i don't have a beef i don't think about them but you know it was brought up every conversation that i've ever had with sam i felt has been genuine I don't feel like he's uh, bullshitted me. Sure. Um, however, uh, now that Kirby's saying he ghosted him, because Sam was like, oh, <laughs> "Tell Kirby to hit me up. I'll I'll bring him on tinfoil hat." And uh, now I'm hearing this. I'm like, "Eh." And uh, I've actually texted Sam uh, at least three times in the last couple weeks, and I've not gotten a response. So. You won't get a response unless you make him mad. Yep. That's or what you it need is. to. 
So, yeah, man, it, you know, it is what it is. And, and to be fair, listen to a show. If you like a show, listen. Well, to be 100% fair, too, he could be busy. Like, the dude's probably busy. Like, I, yeah. I don't think just because somebody doesn't respond to you. Like, I was telling Ghost this the other day with somebody separate. Like, just because somebody doesn't respond to you doesn't mean that they're fucking ghosting you. Right. They exactly. might be busy. And I know who you're talking about. And I think, Right. And they and might I, have some shit. They well, might have some I, shit going on. Uh, XG used to follow my Twitter and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> or, you know, G or whatever. Uh so I don't know, man. I th- I think I think maybe it's so, like yeah, they can talk about certain things, but if you bring certain things to the table, I think they'll have. To so do now it. that you're here, Catalyst, did you have a hand in that of that person reaching out? Of what person reaching did, out to who? What, what we were just what? talking about. You're like certain people are busy, and you're like, I know who you're talking about, and yada yada yada. Did did you reach out to that person to be like, hey, yo, what, why aren't you? Yes, I did. Oh, I nailed it. I fucking nailed it. Yes, I did. I, <laughs> I, said, I think, fucking I nailed said, it. I, I said, I think you should really reach out to Ghost. Told you. Yeah. I mean, that, see, that's the thing is, you know, they're fucking egomaniacs. <sighs> yeah, no, I, but I'm not an egomaniac. I was just like, wow. I was so no, kind I mean, to this person. People. Yeah. No, I'm I was just like, people, I was so yeah. kind to this person. And all of a sudden, well, like, no, but I was, but ghost, I was also telling you like, dude, you're kind of like off for, for thinking that she's trying to, or it, I should say it, they are they trying have. to ghost you. That like, neither, dude, they're not thinking about you 24 seven. No, you know no, I mean? no. But in the, Anytime I ever message this person, it was bam, right back. Hey, yeah, thank you. Let's let's do something. Let's put a show together. You know, or or even not even that. Just how you been? You know, what's going on? Do you just up and fucking disappear? It happens, dude. Yeah, it happens I all guess. the time. I, I'm a yeah, Pisces. I'll say I get ghosted a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude, I do too. Yeah. Everybody, everybody on here knows that if they message me, sometimes it takes more than a day for me to respond. Yes, me too. Dude. Sometimes I, three. I get so many messages that I only go through, and I'm like, "Oh, this person's important." Is it positive or negative messages? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, actually, I don't respond to negative messages at all. Yeah. I don't. But do you respond to the ones of midgets dressed up as ET, sucking, <laughs> snorting Reese's pieces? Fucking I'm going to be honest again. with you, Ghost. I've never gotten a single message that has anything to do with that. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I Sorry. I don't even know what you're talking about. I can't, I can't say that I would respond to that or not. Sorry. Uh, I let some personal shit out, I guess. No, I'm some kidding. Of demons. <laughs> no, man, but like, uh, I, I'm glad that that person reached out to you. I hope that everything is good now. Nothing was ever bad. I'm not that type of person to, you know what I mean? Unless you personally piss me off or. You got so mad, Ghost. Don't act like that. You were like, oh, I'm done. I'm done with them. You know, you literally said that. Okay, and you're, now you're like, oh, I don't get mad. I know. I'm just a nice guy wearing a champion sleeveless shirt. Yeah. Huh? Can I do my Sam Tripoli impression? Yeah. Yes. So who's above the gray pope? Is it Pete B. Orsini? <laughs> What's the top family? So who's above the Orsini? So Orsini's above, the gray pope's here, and do you have the laugh down? You have to say, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know God clip. bless him. 
Every time I see that clip, I'm just like, dude, you're making this guy's like smart and he's telling you everything and you're just fucking it up, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't meant to be a shit talking. No, no. I'm a a fucking alcoholic battling with my alcoholism. I really try to keep it at like six beers a night. Sometimes I go overhand and I get on my (laughs) podcast and I say shit that I shouldn't say. Honestly, is that Kona Kirby? That's Kona, huh? That's a Bud Light product. I don't know if you knew that. Uh oh. We found a mole. He's not growing his hair back. Oh, He's growing You're his muted, nails bro. out. <laughs> this is a lesson in company corporate conglomerates that own multiple companies. Kirby, your mic, your mic is muted, brother. Shit, my bad. <laughs> You're, no, you're, good, fine. you're good. I didn't talk. No, I, just, I, I saw it. I, I knew that big wave beer right there. I, I yeah, I didn't know. It was but a, did you guys see? It was a did you guys see? Sorry, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, listen to, yeah, listen not, to this guy. Yeah, you no, real quick, you know, a major you know league funny? baseball player. He goes, "This was the cheapest at the store." No, but listen, I, it, it was in the it was in the front of the store, so that's probably why. They <laughs> hey, you know what watch. I'm doing though, Kirby? What? Drinking a Modelo. Oh, that's another you fucking traitor! I thought you. I thought you gave up on them. I just yeah. You can't give up on Modelos. I have to get. I have two roommates that both used to drink Bud Light because they were like, I can drink a shit ton and just keep drinking and not get completely fucked up. And I was like, okay, I get that. And then they were, too, like, beer, yeah. they were like, I'm not going to buy Bud Light anymore. Now they're buying Michelob Ultra. And I was like, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Here's Just cut your list. dick off and put it in a purse. <laughs> of all the companies that is owned by oh, Damn. Yeah. I'm about to throw these away. Now. Here's your Anheuser-Busch products. Right? Yeah, for... Corona is one of them. Modelo is one of them. Yeah. Uh, that's why I like my long oh, trouble. Man, because like, uh, I've, been, PBR. I've been to their brewery. I know for a fact that they're their own company and they're not affiliated with any of these woke corporations and they just want to fucking make good beer. Who is it? Longanitas. Oh, yeah, that's Longanitas right. is great. Yeah. They got a dog for a mascot, dude. How do you go wrong? Every company should have a dog for a mascot. Like, yeah, I remember having this way. conversation with Joe because I was like, oh, yeah, out here on the East Coast, we call it Lagonitis. And he's like, what's that sounds wrong? like a venereal disease. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's wrong with Hazy you guys? And the regular IPA are delicious. <laughs> yes, yes. God, I'm a I'm a big fan of IPAs, man. And it's funny too because if you go to the Lagunitas, yeah, Sierra uh, Nevada, right here. Oh, dude, that's in Chico. That's yep. uh, quite close to me. Yeah, and I, good stuff. I've been to that brewery quite a few times. But I will say the Lagunitas Brewery is way more impressive. And really cool. I give you this sob story when you go there that the reason that they have a dog is their. Oh uh, no 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 no! I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Is it a dead dog? It's it's totally a fabricated story. Okay. And it has to do dead with, dog. it has to do with a dead dog. Fuck. No dead dogs then. No. I'm done, dude. I'm gonna get out of here. I, I do uh, the, well, the worst I, I thing. Need, I need to leave I need to leave too as well. But All right. uh, it's not it's not a bad story, but then they, they tell you this story and then you're like, oh and they're like, We're just joking. All right. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Not Start cool. with some catalyst. Plug your stuff. We'll get out of here. Um, one one question, Kirby. Do you chew? Uh, so I never got <laughs> into it. 
because my my dad chewed from the time he was 16 until I was born when he was 26 uh-huh. and all of his bottom teeth are fake so oh. whenever I started to try to get into it he told me what happened to him and so that nipped it in the bud for me so I haven't had one wow. since 2011 nice 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 yeah. and that was when I was in 10th grade I love you brother but I hate your fucking hat <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he's got to represent Florida yeah, I get it. I get it, man. But you know, you know me, man. I'm Oakland, not Oakland diehard. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting that the jaguar has a blue tongue. Like, is it dead? Like, is it? Yeah, you know, I don't know usually... what that is about. That's it. weird, huh? Yeah, I do like well, it. It's more it's turquoise. Just, I guarantee you, it was because I'm a graphic designer. I'm. I guarantee you, is because the jaguar said these are the colors that we want to incorporate, and he's like, sure fuck, where can I put this color at? Yeah, it doesn't take a graphic designer to know it that. It might be something you know, that makes simple, sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that makes sense. We, we should have now, put it on its one fang. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> doing, yeah but it's just a, it's a strange spot to incorporate teal, I will say. But I, it I, is I, a very strange spot. So to plug my shit, uh, please go follow my Instagram, uh, White Rabbit Podcast, and... Um, yeah, man, I'm on Rockfin, I'm on Apple, and iHeart. Um, probably some other ones uh, with my RSS feed, but, you know, they kicked me off of Spotify because they don't like the shit that I talk about, and they kicked me off of uh, YouTube a long time ago. So, yeah, if you want my videos, go to Rockfin, and if you want to hear me on audio and you don't have an iPhone, then check out iHeartRadio. If you have an iPhone, listen to me on Apple. I don't or you know can how to get kicked off Spotify, dude. I need because, to know how that went. <laughs> uh, probably my guests. I don't know, man. I was. What did they do? Did they send you like a, a email? No, they just you or yes, done? they did actually. And I was in the middle of recording a live podcast, and it came across my screen while I was recording. It was like oh. Spotify has removed your feed, and I was like what the fuck and Ooh. so you can actually hear my response to getting kicked off on on my project so, on my so, project blue beam episode with noel rodriguez so did you petition to like get it back up or did they respond to you no there is no i'm it it, it doesn't what matter fuck? it doesn't matter man that's crazy it, Wow. Like it's just part of, it's just part of being in this community. Yeah. You get taken down and you just deal with it. And if you're if you're that afraid, make sure you're on podcast 2.0. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. It turns out. And wow. and you know I what? I I was kicked off of Spotify almost a year ago and I have almost five times the listeners that I did back then. So it hasn't really hurt me that much. Wow. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Sneed yeah, uh, I just have Instagram. That's pretty much all I used. I had Twitter, but I deleted it. Um, yeah, I'm just Kirby Sneed, all lowercase, together on uh, Instagram. Um, I don't post too much. I just try to, like, lately I've just been trying to read a bunch of books. Uh, I have a lot of conspiracy books. I have a lot of – I'm reading one right now, actually. I just put it on my backpack. It's called uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. How oh, to nice. lose your mind and create a new one. So, um, dude, kind of yeah. drastic, but 
Will, will you send like me the really, email? really, man? Like I, I wake up every day and I'm just trying to enjoy my myself, man. Like I'm not trying to that's not to sound cliche or, or corny or anything, but um, you know, my my main thing and and the just from like past couple of years is I'm trying to let go of my ego and and just like be who I am, man. I'm not trying to fit in with anybody. I'm not trying to to do anything, you know. Not trying to follow the crowd by any means. So. Um, yeah, I just like to, I like to, I like to sit, I like to read, I like to be outside. I like to, you know, just hang out. So I am on Instagram though. I use it. I'm on it every day. I don't, I don't post a lot, but I, I am, I am checking the, the, the ins and outs of what's going on in the outside world. But, um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much it. Nice. Kirby. I, I, I didn't know that you like to read, dude. You didn't tell me that I I should. Uh, you, please text me. Dude, I I, I have like seventy. I have like seventy books that's in my uh, my apartment in Oakland right now, and and I haven't touched any of them. I, I just keep buying books, and I'm I'll read a little oh. bit here and there, and then I'll pick up another one, start reading it. So I've, I, I've I, been I've been trying to any suggestions. Obviously, I'll take them, but I'm I'm trying to got, actually like sit down and read one. So I I got one for you right now. I haven't read it yet. You can see it's still okay. in the package. But actually, I actually have read that. Mine. No, I, I read oh, that. You did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's really good, man. It's really good. Check out the yeah. Celestine prophecy. Okay, it's not really a conspiracy thing, but it's. No, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not just. I'm not strictly conspiracy. I, I love them, you know. But I, I, I'm trying to read it a little bit of everything I can. Nice. Do you actually read, read, or is it audio books mostly? No, I like to read. I like to actually have like the physical thing in my hand. Um, Audio books, I'm 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 pretty like ADHD with that. I'll like pay attention for ten minutes and then get off and oh, think okay. about something else. But I need to learn yeah, how to I, read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I like it. I like reading the physical copies and and stuff. So, oh yeah, it, it, that's what's the best thing about uh, podcasts that are like podcasters that end up writing good books it creates this relationship with yeah. the podcaster and the author and like the person that's buying it. Like, I think, I mean, it's a goal of mine to write a book someday, but dude, it is uh like people, people really do. Like you said, like just like holding the book of somebody that they appreciate, right? Like if they like the author, that's what kind of sells those books. That's why it's like fucking of, Jordan Peterson yeah. sells a yeah. shit ton, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super, it's super cheesy, but I saw a meme a while back. I have to go on my phone and find it, but basically it was showing how somebody was reading a book and above was like a, it was like a little thought bubble, but it was all like, you know, creative and colorful and you know that. And then you see somebody on their phone and the bubble is just white, Yeah, yeah. but the, the colorfulness is on the phone. And so it just kind of stuck with me. Like it, it's super cheesy when I'm saying it to you guys now, but no, no dude, uh, no, in the moment sense. it's like, man, like if you, if you, and I'm like, for example, we flew to Arizona yesterday and I'm sitting in the airport and I'm kind of just looking at everybody and like, you know, 75% of the people are just doing this right here. Mm-hmm. And so like, for me, it's like, man, like fucking zombies and we can go even further. I mean, we, I don't know. Obviously you guys need to go. I need to go too, but it's like, so many people are, are whatever they see and hear on this little thing right here is like their beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, it's just like, that. it's insane. Hey. The funnest thing to do in a public spot yep. is just people watch. Oh, oh yeah. people watch. Totally. Yeah. 
Ryan, I used, to, I used to go to the mall Human nature. For, the, for the that exact reason, just to sit and watch people. Yeah. Airports are I mean, fucking great. I can't, dude. I can't people watch. I think I don't know if it's my Asian thing where I just have to be like, <laughs> I got, I, and plus, man, like sometimes you just like I don't know, I don't I don't even know people. No eye contact. Most of the time. When I people yeah. when I people watch today, I just get pissed <laughs> off because people are so like out of tune of everything, man. It's just like it's crazy. Yeah, so they're like zombies, already especially in Oakland, man. So people true. people just drive around with masks alone in their car, walk around, just like it's it's <laughs> fucking. It's California's rough, dude. What part of Arizona are you in, Kirby? Tempe. So I'm right. I'm right in Tempe right now. Okay, I'm in Tucson. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just wondering. Oh, nice. but it's a, it's a. That's where I live. I've been here my whole life, dude. But yeah, Arizona's the nice. shit, dude. Hopefully, you get transferred yeah. to the Diamondbacks, dude. That's where it's yeah, at. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> but no, man. Uh, well, hopefully, yeah. you get to play for Las Vegas for at least a year before that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that is going to be the dopest ballpark for a while. Yeah. No, I think it will. So, Ron, will. do you want to plug your stuff, Mr. Yeah, Hazy? Uh, uh, Ron Weed from the uh, Imaginary of Thought. And uh, it's just a podcast to do with my buddy. And, uh, you know, we're not that big or anything like that, but we have fun. And um, we're, but we're, that's all that matters, on, uh, bro. Yeah, coming back and doing uh, more, more uh, shows. Like, we got some ideas from in mind just taking a little break right now because I, I was uh working two jobs so i had to quit one hit me, like shit. hit me up when you're ready to come back brother i'd love to have you on my show oh yeah man for sure um and actually i follow uh you and uh andrew on instagram like y'all's memes and stuff like that so it's <laughs> pretty cool nice. yeah i get a little crazy sometimes thanks for following me that's awesome uh, yeah, man. So it's cool. It it's cool. It's cool to be like chilling with y'all. So and th- you know, thanks, Ghost, for oh, absolutely having me on. You know, chilling. With Ryan's always cool, and yeah, nice to meet you, Kirby too. Gotta nice to meet you, you Ron, for sure. <laughs> too, man. Yeah. All right, yeah, Ron. This is twice in one week that I've talked to you, man. It's fucking cool. Nice yeah, except you, last man. time I could only like say like three words. <laughs> it was brief, but at least I saw. You know, at least I got to interact. So yeah, right on, man. Yeah, I just thought you were stoned the whole time. I'm like, this guy is in the most hotboxed room I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's the other step is I gotta like get a camera and a microphone, try to step up the game, you know, like yeah. actually be professional with that shit. <laughs> Andrew, you're up, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Politics and punk rock podcast dot uh, com. I'm uh, wherever you can get your podcasts, and uh, just keep keeping keeping on, man. Love nice. doing the shit. Love chatting with you guys as always. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Anytime. Oh, yeah, man. And Ryan, uh, my audience doesn't know where to get a hold of you. C- could you please tell them? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Dangerous World Podcast, man. <laughs> Dangerous <laughs> World Podcast. It's, uh, you know, just putting out episodes. I uh, was I fell real behind this week, but excited, uh, you know, because we're doing some some cool stuff. These soaps. I got these soaps right here, dude, that that we're selling. So I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, man, um, people know where to find me. Absolutely. And uh, plug your your shirts, the shit. Your merch is the shit, by the way. Thank Uh, you, sir. Yeah, dude, your merch is killing the game. That Illuminati fucking garbage pail kid shit is I'm ordering it tomorrow. 
I'm it's rocking like it right sick. now, dude. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I saw when you came on. I remember when we were talking about Garbage Pail Kids, and I posted the, those ones. And man, I nerded out on those. That was just like the toy thing. It's fucking so. That shit was so cool. God damn. Yeah, man. They're fun. And the I stale, appreciate and that. The stale, bubba, the stale bubble gum that came with the packages too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like baseball cards, but more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then the the new shirt for this month is the uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, mashup there. Fuck yeah, so, dude. I'll be ordering shit. Can you uh can you plug your your merch site? Yeah, uh, dangerousworldpodcast.com. Okay. Well, thank you. For me and everyone else here, I'm not allowed to say go drink and drive because apparently that can get me in trouble. So catch yourself an Uber, call a friend, and thank you for joining into the tavern. We will talk again next Friday and thank you all for joining and uh don't punch the bouncer on the way out. He's just doing a job. <laughs> people i hope you enjoyed the show thanks for toughing it out and listening all the way till the end hope you enjoyed that conversation go to the website politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com buy some merch read the show notes click on the link to the soundcloud page to check out my music click on the link to go to the playlist for the show like and follow that on spotify i'll be back next week with another brand new episode of the politics and punk rock podcast thanks for listening everyone i love you guys take care of each other out there and we'll see you next time this has been episode 148 of the politics and punk rock podcast entitled appearance on talk at the tavern 58 over on the My Third Eye podcast feed. We'll see you next time.